Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. All right, level two. It's Friday. Thanks to Steve Merrill for joining us. Took a bunch of phone calls. We'll get back to the guest, Ian Cameron. We got college football on the board here tonight. We got college basketball, which I really haven't uh, taken a look at today. Not really over, overly in love with the NBA ticket uh, tonight. Sort of want to take Sacramento against um, against uh, Minnesota, but I, mean, I don't really don't want to force it. Nothing, lines came down too. It was uh, it was three. It's two and a half right now. See the uh, the Utah Jazz. Utah Jazz are five and a half point favorites against the Celtics, who had a dramatic comeback last night. Uh, we've got uh, Denver Nuggets, nine and a half point favorites against the visiting Nets. Pacers, one and a half point road favorites at Miami. Pistons lay five. You know, maybe that's the one. Pistons laying five. Atlanta blow. <clears throat> yeah, Orlando Magic plus three. Speaking of sucking, Washington really suck. Charlotte and Philadelphia. You know, maybe the Pistons should cover against the Hawks, but I'm looking at college football tonight. Let's bring in Ian Cameron yeah. right now. You got Raptors and Knicks too, Gabe. Old and new. Well, I think Former that game studio, Saturday afternoon. Studio. Isn't that game Is Saturday really? afternoon? Is it Saturday afternoon? Oh, yeah, I'm looking at that. The British time again, 22.05. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think yeah. you got sucked this sucker day. Yeah, I sure, sure did. Yeah, I got. You're right. I got to get this changed to like. Uh, yeah, it's a problem time. for me too. It's it's really bad. They don't even separate the days. I know, too. but I'm more advanced nice at it than you. You see, I noticed. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's yeah. tomorrow. Yeah, that's a good point. I just don't. Like five oh five means ten oh five for yeah. us. Yeah, yeah, correct, correct. Five hour difference. I'm just saying though. Why don't they have a separator? Like it says. Uh, okay. Anyway. Like it sounds crazy, but it. I'm sort of. I'm trained to know that like two oh five means seven oh five. It's two oh five. Like when I see two o'clock, I know I had seven o'clock game. Yeah, I get confused though when we get into the twenty threes. <laughs> the problem is, no, I'm just gonna say I know we got a guest on the line, Gabe. It's a Saturday, uh, so it's yeah, it's got it's got the it's got November tenth there, and then I'm looking at like it doesn't have okay, whatever you, you said it, yeah. And I got to look at the times a little. No, bit. so I'm, my will, I'm, they, they my guesstimation it. is that the Knicks and Raptors play tomorrow at five oh five. They play at. 22.05, it says. Yeah, that's in England. <laughs> so 22.05 is 5.05? Yeah, 10.05 in England is, is 5.05 uh, in Toronto. Huh, okay, yeah, that's right. Now 22.05, now they yeah, military time, too. Great. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I get it. It's 10, yeah, I thought you were I, looking I, up to see what time the Raptor game was at tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah tomorrow it's at... Uh, what time is it at here? It's got it says twenty two oh five, so it's at three o'clock in the afternoon. So how is that right then? You're telling me twenty two oh five is three. Okay. So it's three oh five, all right. So Yeah. 
This is a seven-hour time difference from wherever the hell yeah, uh, this time is. That's kind of see. I'm back. Uh, you know what? It was. I think it's, it's a Saturday, six-hour time, but, but they don't do daylight savings time in England. Oh, okay. Anyway, let's just move on. God, <laughs> Lou, Lou got confused <laughs> earlier in the week. No, it's just like what? Because you know, you know, in Arizona, they only do daylight saving time like every two years or something. Like so. Oh. There's two places: Arizona and Indiana. And I remember a couple of years ago, I had a guest that got screwed up because of the time zone difference. And I was thinking, how the hell did we get confused? The guy's in Indiana, but they don't do daylight saving times in Indiana. So, like, they, the clock stays the same. Whatever. Let's bring in Babano right now. Who Babano loves daylight saving time. What's up, Babano? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. The Toronto Raptors got a favor. Long, successful, perfect West Coast road trip. And you get home, usually that first game home off a long road trip, you're worried about it. You, you know, you're tired, you're jet lagged, you're fatigued. Well, they can take the court blindfolded and their legs cut off and probably still beat the New York Knicks tomorrow. It's 13 and a half. That's the advanced number I see right now. Yeah, 14 out there too. Yeah, 13 and a half, 14. Afternoon game, you're right. Like, it's it has let down written all over it. Yeah, the Raptors really haven't let down too much this year. And the Knicks, the Knicks are pretty bad. All right, let's jump in tonight, though, Babana. We got football games. You got Syracuse. You got Louisville. I brought it up earlier that uh, no one likes Bobby Petrino. Coaches really don't like him. And Petrino's run the score up a lot on people over the years. And he's been a jerk to a lot of people over the years. And it's kind of payback uh, right now. And we've seen teams run the score up on him and basically openly, you know, they're doing it, you know, as as payback for beatdowns. So um, I even heard the other night they were talking about Mike Zimmer hates him. And, like, Mike Zimmer was happy that Louisville. <laughs> yeah, Mike Zimmer called someone and congratulated them on, like, killing Bobby Petrino. So, I love it. Yeah, coaches don't like the guy. And, you know, Babano, Louisville really drilled Syracuse two years in a row. They beat him up pretty good. And I think it's payback uh, time tonight. Yeah, I mean, do you want to take Louisville after what you've seen the last few weeks? I mean, uh, it sure looks like a team that's tapped out. <laughs> sure looks like a team that's quit on the season. I mean, you give up seven. I know Clemson's amazing, but you give up 77 points uh, to the Clemson Tigers last week. You give up an average of 59 points per game on the defensive side of the football in the last four games combined. Yeah, that's not a team I want it back. Uh, Syracuse, okay, big game next week uh, with on deck against Notre Dame in the Bronx. Uh, outdoors. That's a big-time matchup for them. So they'll be trying to knock off the undefeated Irish, but this is senior night. They're honoring Eric Dungy before the game, senior quarterback for the Syracuse team. They've got a team that they can blast. Uh, I don't think there's going to be a major look ahead to that Notre Dame game, and even if Syracuse is somewhat distracted by that game, they could still step out onto the field tonight at the Carrier Dome and probably win this game and cover this number uh, with ease. I mean, I'm just not seeing much from Louisville. I could only look to lay the 20 here in this game. Should be high scoring, lean over. I'm just concerned if Louisville does enough offensively to help you out, but you know, if that 59-point-per-game defensive average for Louisville <laughs> trickles into this game tonight, Syracuse might get close to this total all by themselves. Six, yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Yeah, so 59 and the total 16 and a half. What do they they got ten, 10 if they get 10 you cover uh, based on the averages. Got to think we can get there, Babano. I agree. Uh, I could only look over the total in this game. I think uh, Syracuse is going to put up 50 if not more. It's just can Louisville get you two touchdowns, 17 points, something like that, 20 points. With the pace Syracuse plays at, you know, top five in tempo in the country, Louisville will get some possessions and some opportunities, and you'd think at some point they'll be able to cash in one or two. You have Fresno tonight. 
Yeah, that's the game, guys. Fresno that's and Boise game. State. Uh, Fresno been uh, money. I'm looking up. What's their ATS record this year? Eight and one or something crazy like that. Last year, they're they basically covered like 16 of their last 17 games. Fresno, they they're they're a covering machine. It's amazing too because remember Jeff Tafford, a former Cal quarterback, uh, co- uh, um, coach, quarterback guru, had all those quarterbacks at Cal, including Aaron Rodgers. Pretty good coach at Cal. Retires. Goes to um, goes to the CFL, the CFL and was a disaster. Like he didn't know what he didn't know the rules. He didn't know what the hell he was doing, exactly. and he, it was overwhelmed him. And he went he went right back to, to college. He took over Fresno State, which is pretty was a dormant program. And you know he's turned these guys into an ATM machine, man. Like like I said, they're covering machines this football team. But Friday night on the road at Boise, and Boise uh, aren't too bad themselves, Babano. Yeah, I've been a. I've, I've cashed a bunch of winners in the last two seasons. Not as many this year, more last year. But I've had Fresno State a couple of times this year. I took them when they beat UCLA. Uh, I think I was on them another time this year. Uh, and I'm a believer in that team. Uh, they're 20 and three against the spread in two seasons under Tedford. Last year, this year combined, wow, they have solid pat. Uh, amazing. Yeah, Eight and one amazing, against the Dave. spread this yep. year too. Absolutely amazing run. And you know why it's an amazing run? And how do you go on a 20-3 and run in college football against the number? Well, you come off a season that was dreadful. You had one win two years ago. Uh, Tim DeRoyder was sent packing. You had a bad offense, a bad defense. It looked like a totally rebuilding program. And the markets were slow to catch up to just the immense improvement Jeff Tedford made with this program in one year. And as a result, Fresno was a bargain week after week to back them. And that's how you get to a 20-3 and against the number run. And even this year, well under the radar, even though they got a good team again. McMarion at quarterback. The transfer's been solid from Oregon State. They can run the football a bit. They have a dual running back system. Their defense has been incredible uh, this season. Now, this is them laying points at Boise, and Boise's a home underdog here, I believe, for the first time in 19 years. 1999 was the last time they were a home underdog. 99, so, oh, yeah. I brought it up it, earlier. It's a, yeah. it's a long time ago. And Fresno has not faced anybody good lately. That's another concern you've got. UNLV, Hawaii, they faced a lot of mediocre teams. New Mexico, go on down the list. Uh, this is going to be a step up in class, but I believe in them, and I think they'll get the job done. Here's why. Boise... They're sort of regressing. They barely beat Nevada. Okay, they beat up a bad Colorado State team. They barely beat BYU last week. In fact, BYU had chances and squandered a bunch of them, or else Boise loses last week. Uh, And their defense is banged up. They lost their best tackler last week. Ironic, the the guy's last name is Wimpy. You know, you got a guy on a tough physical defense that's supposed to be, and you got to name Wimpy. That's why Uh, he's tough. But he is out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And he's out uh, for the season, Gabe, with uh, an injury suffered last week. Their leading tackler, they already lost two key pieces on defense earlier this year. David Moeller, the defensive tackle, Anthony Pierce in the secondary. It's a banged-up Boise defense. So that's a concern for me here. I think Fresno losing by three in the Mountain West title game last year. Uh, they were right there and could have beat Boise in that game. I think they get him tonight. I- I'm looking at Fresno minus two and a half. Hey, remember Wimpy's Burgers? They're delicious. Remember Wimpy's Burgers? They're, they're like the, the best. The yeah, Wimpy's Diner. Diner. Wimpy, yeah, Wimpy's was great. Yeah, they had good food there. Last time they played, guys, it was 17 to 14, and I know 55 and a half is low. Uh, it's a low total for an NCAA football game, but I got to believe, uh, I, I could see this game being a real grind for both offenses. What do you guys think about this one? 
Fresno's defense is great, Cam. Uh, they're not a team I'm looking to bet over the total. They're methodical. They don't play with a ton of pace on offense, but they're a very, very good defense. Now, they are facing a very good quarterback and one of the better quarterbacks they've seen all season in Brett Rippon. I mean, it's not going to be an easy chore for Fresno, but their defense is fast. They fly to the football. They have a pass rush, and that's something you need against a quarterback like Brett Rippon. Uh, I think they can do some damage. Fresno's a, dec- a good offense. They're not an explosive offense, though. They control clock. You know, they move the ball methodically. I think that's what they're going to look to do here. I agree. I think the total is just a little bit too high. I'd go under. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano, with us. Uh, RightWager.com. It's amazing. I see a Gritty. Um, gritty! Gr- yeah, Gritty uh, received uh, write-in votes uh, during the, the midterms in 46 states. <laughs> Think about that. 46 different states. Someone, instead of voting for a real politician, wrote Gritty's name in. That's where we are in American politics now. Yeah, and he actually, he got, for some reason, he got 14 votes in Camden, New Jersey. Nice. (laughs) Nice, but that's devil's territory. What are you doing sporting the Flyer mascot? No, that's that's, uh, the Flyers at that part. That's Flyers area, too. Yeah, yeah, but better. Yeah. yeah, for some reason, the mascot earned more midterm votes than Paul McCartney, Nick Foles, and Carson Wentz. <laughs> <laughs> Paul McCartney. I can't believe he's here. I like the right gritty. There. Gritty. Someone yeah, voted for gritty. Not even American, yeah. yeah. We had one guy say he did write in Corey Parson in, in, like, in, a, in a city, nice. a city vote here in New York, yeah. Or someone in Fantasy Florida. Fantasy exec could be the po- 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 political exec now, too. Yeah, I yeah. can add that to his title. And Corey even said, he goes, yeah, and he goes, someone in Florida said they wrote my name in. And uh, he goes, they really shouldn't have done that. Like, Florida's important. That's true. Like, there's a recount in Florida <laughs> now. Like, if you're in Florida with your vote, don't screw around, man. Because, <laughs> like, you know, it always comes down to the wire there. They're always counting and suing and uh, and all this other stuff. All right. So before we get to the break, uh, we've got a couple of minutes, but we'll stick to college. Now we'll hit NFL on the other side. What about the other college games tomorrow? I'm going to Michigan, Michigan Rutgers. It's like 38 and a half, 39 points. You got Alabama. 38, 38. Yeah, you got Alabama. Yep. Uh, now 9 and 0 in the first half. Do they have, they have first half numbers? Oh, yeah, let me see. I'm sure they do now, right? First half college football. What, what's Bama? Yes, sir. 13? I'm going to say 14 and a half because they're 24 point favorites. I see 23, so, yeah, my guess was 13, but uh, right, 13 so. and a half maybe. Son of a – man, I was hoping Michigan. 14. I've got them at 14 right now, Alabama, first half. Yeah, 14. It's a yeah, fair 14. number considering they're 9-0 and to an even two touchdowns. I see Michigan minus 23. Those are the two plays I'm going to do. I'm going to play tonight, Cam, and those are the two tomorrow. Not screwing around with a million games. Yeah, you know what? Put it in now. Well, the line's gone down. It's 38. You might as well get it in now. So you want first half in that game? Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Go, um, Sounds- we'll go uh, 250 and 250. Oh, you're not dicking around. Okay. Wow. <laughs> there you go. The raging redhead runner on Gabe's behalf right now. Yeah. It's entertainment purposes only. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Entertainment. <laughs> Yeah, Let me see here. So of course. First halves? First half yeah, for yeah. fun? 23, because, yeah, it's not going to go down. It's only going to go back up. Yeah. Uh, let me take a look here. Yeah. And the 14, yeah, that's yeah, good at 23. 14. So you want 23 uh, first half. Yeah, okay. And, uh, yep, yeah, okay. I'm going uh, what you told me. Yeah, 250. Me now. 
or forever hold your peace. Okay, yeah. I am pressing place. Uh, click it. Yeah, it's done. All right, now Alabama. Done. done. Alabama 250. Yeah, might as well get it before it changes. Let's see, Alabama. Alabama. Yeah, right here. Ding. Going up, scrolling. And dong. All right. Done. So Saturday. And both these there. games start at ding, the same ding, time. Ding, dong. Dong. 3.30 yeah, tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. You ain't screwing around there, Nichols. I call you Nichols from now on. Yeah, yeah, yeah Nichols. Big kahunas. Nickel in action. Hey, what's up there? At 3.30. Yeah, yeah, Nicky Nichols over here. That's good stuff. Yeah, good. 3.30 is going to be an important time of the you day. You know what's really good, though? Like you said, I'm not screwing around, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, let's let's be positive here. Imagine they both hit Cam yep. in the first half. Then, That'll ooh. be all. Then it's party time. Exactly. You'll be getting a text exactly. at the halftime. All right. <laughs> now, now, we, now we do this. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. What do you think, Babano? Is, are you worried about a letdown tomorrow with Alabama in the first half against Mississippi State? You know, I think 14 is very fair considering they're 9-0 and against the spread of the first half. And Bama don't let down. I, I think Bama drill them. I think Mississippi State are overrated. Yeah, I, I worry about if Mississippi State moves the ball and scores points in this game. I mean, that's been an issue for them all year. Now, I know their offense did good against A&M and La Tech the last couple of weeks. They started to get things rolling a bit, but different animal here against Alabama. I think if you, if you bet Alabama first half this season already many times – no harm going for it again. I don't know if I'd do it if I haven't done it already to this point. Maybe a slight concern, like you eviscerated basically the toughest team you've played so far, LSU. If there's ever a spot where maybe you take a deep breath and maybe just are not focused, not locked in, perhaps it's this game. But to me, that's the only reason I could take Mississippi State is just on a hope and a prayer that Alabama's not zoned in uh, on this game from the opening kickoff, and I don't like betting that way. They're always zoned in, bro. They sure are. And Mississippi State's still an SEC team. They don't like Mississippi State, Cam. Mississippi State have played them tough. Oh, Saban's going to be oh, ready I know for they them. Have. Yeah, the thing about Alabama, too, is you just can't get in their way. They're, they're that good. It's like one of those teams, like, you know, you're looking for, oh, you know, I'm getting the points. And I just don't think about it. It's either for me, I'm on Bama. I'm not betting against these guys. They're just, they're a runaway train, man. And hang in there, rightwager.com, Ian Cameron. Got to get into the CFL, too. Don't forget, uh, but Bama's big Correct. CFL guy. Get into the CFL. We'll talk uh, NFL football. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Bob Bano. You can follow him on Twitter at uh, Babano. Studio 34 here in uh, Manhattan. Got some college football picks for you as well. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Lunatic Fringe. Fringe. Babano's out there. Ah, Red Rider. Good, good, good collection. <laughs> old school. Little Tom Cochran Cochran action, yeah. Karaoke version, uh, evidently. I, I ran into Tom Cochran at the, the, uh, the supermarket. Man, he was beat down, Gabe. Like, I mean beat down. I don't know. He was playing like a session. Just had the, you know, just like just there over the produce. Not easy being successful. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not easy being successful. 
he's made a lot more money, but yeah, he, he just looked like he had a rough night. I can empathize with him. Hey, Tom, how you doing? Yeah, you know, as we speak right now, he's probably getting ready for a gig in uh, Newfoundland yeah. or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. He's, he's not riding his highway all night long anymore, apparently. Yeah. No. No. What a hit, say. Life is a highway. My boy's going to play in the big leagues. Yeah, he's had a lot That's of That's a great a song. Of, a lot of, lot of hits. My yeah. boy's going to play in the big leagues. In the big leagues. Oh, that song, those two big great league. baseball songs, right in the same era, too. It was Tom Cochran doing that one, Big Leagues, and John Fogarty doing Center Field. Oh, those are two great songs. Yeah, but the big Put leagues, you're right. Code. But, you know, he's talking hockey, though. Cochran, yeah. like, oh, yeah, uh, no, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Well, you can even hear it. It says, it says they talk about the ice and the skates. Yeah, yeah, the sound oh, yeah, of the talk, ice. The, the, hockey, the, the sound of the ice. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. hockey. My boy's going to play in the big leagues. Um, yeah. Uh, but that's enough Tom Cochran t- talking. I agree. <laughs> if we play more Tom <laughs> Cochran, spreads. people are going to complain. We played uh, we I played know. too much exactly. Bon Jovi a couple yeah. of weeks ago. Pie yeah. Man wasn't a yeah. fan. Yeah, yeah, that's true. He the li- was too soft. The listeners want heavy music, like, uh, you know. Heavy. All right, uh, so um, NFL football, uh, Babano. What do you what do you make of the NFL card this week? What's the what's the what's the uh, Babano right wager free pick of the week? Well, I liked it. I like Atlanta, although it's climbed. I really like that Atlanta side this week. Uh, Cleveland doesn't have a defense that I think is equipped to slow down Matt Ryan. Not at all. They've missed Joe Schobert for the last several weeks, one of their best players at linebacker. They've got Denzel Ward uh, injured in in the secondary. Uh, they got a couple injuries there. That's a concern to E.J. Gaines as well. Uh, I don't know how they slow down Sanu and Jones and Ridley. Uh, I don't know how they do it in this game. I think it's a bad, bad matchup for a banged-up secondary. Now, on the flip side, Atlanta's defense, you know, it's been an issue. They've had injuries. They have played better the last couple weeks, though, and it's not like Cleveland's offense has progressed every week, sort of regressed in recent weeks. Baker Mayfield's kind of struggled, kind of scuffled uh, a little bit. The numbers really climbed, though, unfortunately. I got it at four. It's up to six. As long as it's less than a touchdown, I could still make a case for Atlanta, even though the number's climbing up there. It should be a higher-scoring game, too. 50-50 and a half, maybe go over. But I like the Atlanta side a bit more. What do you think of this? Uh, the one game I think we've all agreed on, Babano, is uh, Detroit and Chicago. I know, Gabe, we were talking about it earlier. Like, it just seems to me kind of a spot for Detroit where they're going to rebound and everyone loving the Bears and despite easy opponents that they played, like Buffalo laying a full touchdown at home with Trubisky. I think it's a little bit too much. These t- teams tend to play really, really tight games. I think seven's too much. I'm going to be uh, jumping on the Lions, even though they've looked like a dumpster fire the last couple weeks. Yeah, I- I think there's a, there's value in the point spread, Cam, to Detroit. I, I don't know if I can take him, though. I really don't know. I, I, I believe I, – I agree in the fact that Chicago is not a team that I trust. They're not ready, I think, to be six-and-a-half, seven-point favorites, Chicago, on a regular basis and be successful uh, in that kind of point spread role. But then you start to look at the Lions. It's been a bad defense for the last couple of weeks. Darius Slay's not going to play. Uh, he's downgraded to out. He's the, really the only cover corner that scares me on this Lions team. Uh, on that defense. He's now not going to play. E.J. Lang, one of their better old linemen, uh, been downgraded to out. Uh, that's a concern against the Chicago pass rush. Carry on Johnson, uh, questionable with an ankle injury. We know how good he's been the last few weeks. So there's a lot of injury concerns for Detroit. There's a lot of concerns about their, them being able to get stops. There's concerns that players and Matt Patricia aren't exactly harmonious together right now. There's a lot of concerns with Detroit, enough that I don't want them, but you know, I'm not really in love with getting out there to lay seven with Chicago either. 
I like the Lions here. I I, I, I like the Lions. Yeah. Matt Stafford, 9-1, straight up last 10 times. That, He's played you, against the Chicago Bears as well. That clip, Gabe, you said it too. Patricia, hey, uh, I got a real problem with posture. Like, you know, the guy, Shut up. Like, I, yeah, I, saw, I know. I saw the clip. I'm like, yeah, okay. So the guy's leaning over, and then, uh, yeah. And, and, and the what guy's mocking him on what he's doing. Like, no offense. Yeah. Like, I'm a little bit like, I got a gut and stuff. Like, hey, Patricia, yeah. before uh, you start ripping people on, uh, you know, what they look like or what they're doing, like, take a look at yourself in the mirror there, bro. Probably got what the worst appearance. Look, you, worst appearance yeah, out of any we, coach in the NFL. Yeah, look at his. Yeah, how's his beard doing? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah like, have a shower. Yeah, exactly. What if we said you look like some derelict on the side of the street instead of a head coach? How would he feel if we said that about him? Imagine you know, he's got, if the like reporter shaved in a week. Reporter so should have answered back. Said, I don't know, coach. You're the most unkempt coach in the league, so, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 I mean, a stupid pencil in his ear, and like, ah, uh, he's just such a jerk. Yeah. You know, all these, all these wannabe dictators like uh, Belichick yeah. guys. He thinks he's like uh, king shit because he was an assistant with Belichick. Yeah, yeah. Um, yet, you know, should the Bears should the Bears be seven point favorites? No, I don't. I don't think no. so. I don't. I don't think so. Um, other other games we talked about the Jets and the Bills. It's Nate Peterman. You got to like the Jets at minus seven. You're almost getting value there. Saints are you know a lot of line movement this week. Not like big line movement. Games going back and forth. Like the the Saints the Saints Bengals games like gone back and forth, man, in between five and a half and six, like five times uh so far this week. Back up to six uh right now. I'm all about the underdogs, guys. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't love the NFL card this week. You know, the games don't really jump off the page at me. The game I like the most is Monday night. I like the New York Giants. Um but you know, I look at the underdogs. I like the Detroit Lions plus the points. The Bengals plus the points, the Redskins plus the points, the Seahawks plus the points, and I'm going to be in the minority. I'm in the minority with the Redskins plus the points, but I'm also going to be in the minority big time Sunday night football. Babano, I'm gonna. I'm. We're still a ways away. You know, Sunday night football feels like it's you know a week away right now, but I think it's a trap, man. With everyone, everyone taking the Eagles, they're convinced the Eagles are going to blow the Cowboys out. I'm not so sure. There's, it's, it's hard. I mean, I think I, it's very, very difficult for me to see it as Dallas as anything other than imploding right now. But at the same point in time, here's Philly laying seven when they were, I think, laying just four before the Monday night game took place. And then everybody saw Dallas look like absolute garbage against the Tennessee Titans at home on a Monday night game. And instead of laying four with Philly, you're laying six and a half, seven now. Uh, so it just goes to show you what one result can do to impact a point spread. Uh, we're seeing it here in this game. And you look at Philly's results this season, they haven't exactly won a lot of games by big margins. I mean, it's tricky to lay a touchdown, as bad as things were with, has, have been with Dallas. Exactly. You know, they, it's been an issue for this Philadelphia team. Beat Jacksonville by six. Okay, you beat the, that was the Giants was the one big margin win, the lowly Giants. Only beat Indy by four at home. Only beat Atlanta by six. There's not been a lot of big, convincing margin of victories for the Eagles outside of the lowly Giants. So, yeah, I mean, Philly in a teaser is what I'll be looking to do in this game. I do think they win. Uh, it's just a matter of do they cover. I don't love laying seven, but you tease it down to one, minus one on Philly. I'll have Philly in some teasers on Sunday. That's the way I'll bet that one. 
What do you think about this New England-Tennessee game, uh, Babano? I know it's kind of tough. We had Clam Chowder, Mr. Patriot, come on, talk. He said 28-14. to 14. I lean under in this football game. Don't matter. I usually play more sides than totals, but I really want to take Tennessee, but it's really hard to step in front of New England. What do you think of this game? I'm surprised. Six and a half is the number, maybe seven by game time. We'll see. But what do you think about the Patriots and Titans? Titans getting six and a half at home. Now, I actually leaned at the very beginning of the week to Tennessee, and then I looked into the game more and more, and I really started to really fear that opinion. And, uh, you know, New England now is, what, six and a half in this game? I mean, it's less than a touchdown at a time of year where Brady and Belichick, all they do is win games and cover numbers. They did it last year. They did it the year before. Uh, but they've always been at their best in November and, and December and peaking in the last, you know, month, month and a half, two months of the season. And it's starting to get that sense right now with the Patriots uh, and you worry Tennessee too short week, one last day of preparation. You know, is it a win-win for the Gipper kind of thing for Tennessee? Do they take that kind of mindset? Mike Brable played eight seasons in New England uh, under Belichick. You know, do they want an extra little incentive to get a win for Brable against the team he played for? I don't know. But uh, to me, uh, Mariota was good last week. But, you know, it was Dallas was really, really inept in that football game. Uh, can he do it again? He's going to have to move the ball and put up points because I like Tennessee's defense, but they're not completely shutting down Brady in that offense right now the way they've been going. So Tennessee's going to have to score uh, in order to cover this number. Yeah, I was leaning Tennessee early in the week, but I've, I've really gotten off it completely. I mean, New England's not a team I'm in any rush to bet against, especially when they're being asked to win by a score only to cover a number. All right, but Ben, let's get into the CFL. Um, and, you know, as you mentioned, uh, you brought this up earlier in the week to me on the podcast that these games are all on ESPN or at least like a form of ESPN, right? ESPN 2, uh, ESPN News, etc. One of the ESPNs or ESPN 360 online. So people, if you want to watch the CFL, you're able to watch the playoff games. You're the BC Lions taking on the Hamilton Tiger Cats. Um, your Hamilton Tiger Cats and Babana will be in attendance at this football game. Um, Hamilton, minus one-point favorites right now against BC. Total is 52. What's your take on this game? Yeah, the atmosphere should be amazing because they're doing a blackout for this game at Tim Hortons Field. Everybody's going to be cloaked in black, head to toe. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see an all-blackout uh, from the crowd here in this game. Black towels, black apparel, all that stuff. They're telling you, wear black from head to toe. So be interesting to see how that looks the first the crowd, time. But... Uh, it'll be the first time people from Hamilton have blacked out before. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> me included. Me included, uh, yes. <laughs> well played, Marenzi. Well played. Hamilton, when they hear blackout, they're going to think, oh, I was supposed yeah. to get really wasted here. Like They, they don't yeah. realize that they mean dressing yeah. black. I, I, drank, I drank 32 Lakers, man. I'm blacked yeah. out, buddy. You, you got a bunch of downtown right, Hamiltonians so. coming to the game with like a whole, you know, a, a, Twixers, eight million yeah. Twixers to the friggin' blackout. Game, right? So we Rob know your neighbor. we've established, Babano, that you guys are going to be drunk. I sort of already assumed that yeah. in Hamilton yeah. as it is. Drunk Hamilton is sort of Canada's Buffalo. Um, yeah, you guys are going to be drunk out. as it is. Like Ty Cat, you guys yeah. are pretty drunk. So what about the game itself? You've got a West Coast team coming coming East early start time. Yeah. Uh, what's the deal here? What do, what do you like? Well, in the words of Cam Stewart and his uh, Paul Bearer voice, keep digging. I think he might have to do that in this game with the under here because uh, BC's offense did not play well down the stretch of the season. Uh, Lule is going to be the quarterback, but he didn't exactly light it up. 
BC's got a capable defense, though. They didn't play too bad on defense. For Hamilton, their offense hasn't been the same. Brandon Banks got injured for the season uh, against Ottawa a few weeks ago. Since then, it's not been the same offense. They really struggled uh, in that first full game without him against Ottawa. Then Masoli didn't play last week in the season finale. They rested him. So I've got concerns that that Hamilton's offense won't be sharp, won't be crisp in this game. It's tough from a side perspective because Hamilton's really limping into this game a bit, but they are at home and they're only laying a one or a pick uh, in most spots. I think the better way to go for me would be under 52. I think we'll probably have a lower scoring game there. What do you think about the, 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 the banjo bowl. game there, Babano? Yeah, the old banjo bowl. Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, Saskatchewan, minus two and a half. I think you keep digging. If you like the under on that one, you might like the over in this one. I think we could have some points there, but Banner, what are you thinking about Winnipeg and Saskatchewan? Yeah, other than the, the weather's the only concern I have with the total in this game because they're saying maybe a little wind, maybe a little snow, and it will be cold in Saskatchewan. Cold doesn't bother me. They can still move the ball in cold. We've seen it before. Uh, the wind is the real concern for the total. But if it's not going to be too bad, the wind, there probably should be some points in this game because all the trends point to over. Uh, in this Winnipeg-Saskatchewan game. I think 6-1 and one to the over, the last seven head-to-head meetings. I think the last nine in Saskatchewan uh, have been 9-0 and o to the over between Winnipeg and Saskatchewan. And the Blue Bombers' offense was clicking late in the season. Matt Nichols played his best down the stretch, that stretch where Winnipeg went 5-1 and one straight up and against the spread to finish the season. Andrew Harris was great running the football. They can run it. They can throw it. Uh, I think they can move the ball. Saskatchewan's defense is really, really good, but they sort of regressed just a little bit late in the season. Kalaros is expected to play. There was talk whether he'd be ready to go. He got knocked out of the last game he started, but he'll be ready to go. He'll start. And Winnipeg's defense, you know, still a little spotty at times. They're okay. Adam Big Hill's had a great season. But, you know, other than that, their defense has been, especially in the secondary, it's been leaky a bit. I'll give Kalaros credit. He's been healthy for the most part. And he's had some bad moments, but he's had more good moments than bad moments. It's been a solid season uh, for Kalaros. So I think you have a chance for points. It seems to be crazy, wild, high-scoring games for the most part whenever Blue Bombers and Riders play. Maybe some slight concerns with the wind, but if it's not too bad, we should be able to play it over and see some points. Ian Cameron, a.k.a. Babano. All right, Babano, before we get you out of here, and, of course, people can find uh, Ian Cameron on Twitter at Babano or uh, over at rightwager.com to get his uh, his selections. But anything tonight, we talked about the college football, anything the NBA or NHL you're betting on, you want to share with us before we let you go here tonight? Yeah, NHL, I'm looking at the CBJ, Columbus Blue Jackets, tonight uh, against Washington. Washington's not going to have John Carlson tonight, who is their best defenseman, second in the team in points, actually, tied with Ovechkin, not going to play tonight. So Washington's gotten away with a a win against Pittsburgh the other night where they got badly outplayed and outshot. Columbus playoff revenge for them. This is their first time playing the Capitals since uh, they got knocked out by the Caps in the playoffs last year. Uh, I think Columbus worth a look there on the ice tonight. I'll give you my college football for Saturday. I'm going with the Pitt Panthers, minus three uh, against Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech can't stop the run. It is plain and simple as that in terms of my handicap for this game. They can't stop the run. They haven't stopped the run all year. Georgia Tech ran the ball down their throat. A.J. Dillon and Boston College ran the ball down their throat last week. They beat Virginia Tech. Well, well, how's the key to stopping Pitt? You've got to stop the run against them. That's their offense. I think Virginia Tech's going to struggle again to stop the run. Kadri Allison's going to get the ball going uh, on the ground for Pitt. Kenny Pickett, it makes him a better quarterback when they can run. Uh, their defense has been terrible lately against the run Virginia Tech. And Pitt lost to Virginia Tech 20-14 to last year. 
They got stuffed at the goal line late. It was the loss that kept Pitt from going to a bowl game last year. They remember it. I read some great articles saying players were just heartbroken that they lost that game to Virginia Tech last year. I think they get them back on Saturday, and I think they're the better team. And Narduzzi's team last year peaked down the stretch, played their best football and covered numbers in late October and November. They're starting to get that sense now that they're doing the same. They beat Virginia last week as a dog, hung tough with Notre Dame, beat Duke. They're playing their best football right now, Pitt, and I think they show it Saturday and beat Virginia Tech. That was my uh, my preseason, uh, preseason win total that I gave people before the year. Pittsburgh Panthers over five and a half. And uh, they're one win away uh, from that uh, that win, and um, you know they they have a good chance of actually playing Clemson in, in a title game. Hard to believe the ACC is that down this year. Thanks yeah, for the they, time, they control Adam. their own destiny exactly to the ACC title game. All right, guys, have a great weekend and good luck. See you. Take care, Babano. Ian Cameron. More Bon Jovi. <laughs> Basically, Yang saying, you know what? Screw you, Pie Man. Yeah. Yang fights back. I didn't think they listened to this uh, in Spanish Harlem. Yeah. I'm a cowboy. Boy. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game Time Decisions, Red Heat and Rage Radio continues, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. If you enjoy playing daily fantasy sports but are sick of dealing with professionals using algorithms to select hundreds of lineups and entries, try the Prop Builder tool at mybookie.ag. Forget about having to create multiple lineups, ditch a hassle at dealing with late scratches, and avoid experts winning 90% money. Invest in the players that you want without salary caps. You sign up for a new account, use the promo code FNTSY, you can receive a 50% deposit bonus. No more dealing with late lineup scratches. No experts to compete against. Just you and the props that you choose. Go to mybookie.ag, enter promo code FNTSY upon sign-up, and choose your matchups using the Prop Builder tool. That's mybookie.ag, promo code FNTSY. So as I mentioned, um, you got a uh, full slate of games. You got a couple of college football games on board here tonight with Louisville and uh, Syracuse. That game is at uh, 7 o'clock. Uh, meanwhile, 10-15, late night start for Fresno and Boise State. Uh, NBA basketball this evening. Um, we got a bunch of games, but I don't really like the games. Uh, we got either. Charlotte at Philadelphia. Philadelphia minus five and a half. I don't know, is the number short here? Or is Charlotte to play? If I had to bet this, I'd probably look at Charlotte, actually, as an underdog. I would. I have a lean in Charlotte, too. Philadelphia, I haven't really been that impressed, Gabe. Charlotte, I, I would take points there at the five and a half. I think uh, that, that's right, lean with the game. But you're right. Looking at the NBA board, there's a lot of stuff, but nothing really jumps off the page 
You know what are you gonna do? You're Philadelphia's been the, underachieving. They sure have. Are you gonna go back to the you know the Bucks? It looks like a short price. They they smoked Golden State in that game minus three. Who knows? Like, it's tough. I it's uh, yeah, sorry. That's tomorrow. I got looking at this friggin' uh, British thing again. Uh, Utah. You should probably Jazz just go to another another site here, Cam. Another page. Yeah, but I but uh, I'm dealing I'm dealing with the your your stuff's in this account. That's why I'm on this account. No, I have a secondary secondary book or page screen open here. I have a few, but uh, yeah, let me let let me go to them. Let me go. Yeah, I'll sounds go like you might be needing to clear your throat too. <laughs> Rico off. There you go. You feeling better now? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Not not really, to be honest with you. Not feeling that good. Uh, what else is going on here? Yeah, uh, tonight I like a lot of hockey stuff. I'll agree with what Babano's saying. I think Columbus is in a good spot tonight, uh, getting a plus 105 game. And I hate to say this, and I don't say this very often, but I'm going to make a statement. I'm not going to bet it because they're my team. The Leafs are going to lose to New Jersey tonight. It's my underdog uh, upset of the night. The Devils go in and get it done. They've been kind of hanging on by a thread, beating Vegas, and they're really not playing that well, but winning. Tonight's the night it catches up with them. The Devils are plus 140. I give them a long, hard look tonight if you're not going to, uh, if you're not a fan of uh, the Maple Leafs. The Toronto Maple Leafs have struggled uh, at home 4, 5, and 0, oh, yet the New Jersey Devils have really been a bad road team. 1 and 5 uh, on the road. Um, how that, you know, the, the, you've got um, Austin Matthews is still out uh, right now. You don't like you don't like the Leafs here. I wouldn't lay the price with the Leafs, but I'm not in love with the Devils either. Just the Devils haven't. The Devils have just suddenly sucked on the road. They can't win. Uh, I like the fact that it's actually because of the goaltending move. And I've always been a fan of Corey Schneider, but I hate to say it, years of wear and tear, and the injuries have finally caught up with him. He's the guy who got uh, let in seven goals against Ottawa. He's if you rank the goalies with everything, save percentage, and all the factors that they have in, basically like a DFS for goalies, he ranks th- 63rd out of 65 when you break down all the statistics. And I really love that kid. He was a really nice guy when I met him, but he's just really struggling right now. I think the Devils have a better chance with Kincaid in the net, and he is uh, playing goal tonight. And I laying 50 or 60 cents with, uh, with the Leafs, is uh, I think it's a very dangerous move tonight. I believe, I don't know if uh, I could be wrong, but I believe Keith, Keith Kincaid, like... Uh... Is a big fan of Michelle Serpico. Really? Kincaid? Yeah. Nice, nice. In fact, Michelle, yeah, Michelle has inside stuff on the Devils, bro. Oh, I'd like to know it. I know. Like, I'm, you I know, know I like to play pucks. I don't have Michelle's phone number, but I'm going to get it. And I'm going to basically, get it, yeah, give her a text. Because say, of this, yeah. The Devils? I'm going to yeah. tell her, listen, no. Michelle, I'm not going to send texts saying, hook me up with your hot friends or anything like that. Friends. Yeah, no, I I'm just going to send texts telling me, like, listen, that, you know, like, yeah, we have inside information we'll share with our listeners. Yeah, the Devils. The Devils have a big party tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. Not tonight, though. No, yeah, tomorrow. Not, not, yeah, tonight after the game. Okay. I'm that's, assuming that's, their road trip ends today, right? They've been on the road all week. It seems. That is correct. You're right. Weird. They're playing Toronto on a Friday night. The Leafs don't usually play home games Friday night. That's the no. It's weird because I really wanted to go to the game, and Visey and Vince was telling me he wanted to hooked up. Uh, go to a Leafs game, and he was talking about this game. I'm like, nah, you know, I'm working tonight. I don't. I really don't want to take, like, leave an hour early or anything like that. They're in Winnipeg that. Sunday, so yeah. Yeah. maybe she's what, confused what, the, about the day here. Because I'm looking the at the Devils? Devils, but pretty sure she told me it was like they they, they have some You're sort right. of party. They're playing. The, they're playing. Uh, it wouldn't have a party if they're on the road. Sunday. They're not. Yeah, no. They're going from Montreal or from Toronto to Winnipeg, obviously, here. Yeah, that's no party. That's no party. Unless they're having a party in Winnipeg on Saturday. 
don't know, it'd be if you want to get wasted, Winnipeg. Uh, well, this is why it would help if I have. Okay, her here, here's. Yeah, this is the thing. Okay, so they're back in town after this road trip, November thirteenth. They're back home. Maybe it's Pittsburgh. next Saturday. Yeah, maybe it's next Saturday. But anyway, uh, yeah, that'd be a revenge spot for Pittsburgh since the Devils beat them down the last time they played them. So, well, one not thing an easy I'll tell you for the Devils. She's told me about them partying a few times. So, seems like the Devils have a lot of parties. I'll put it that way. Like I remember, even like they they had a party at her bar, basically, like after the season started. That was their opening season party. Like, the Devils have a lot of young guys that like to party, evidently. Yeah, you're right. I'm looking at their roster, like Kincaid, yeah. Then you got old veterans like Boyle. I think he'd probably smash a few. Coleman, yeah, he's a young guy. Dia, yeah, G- Gabriel, Taylor Hall. Like, they're, you said it. Like, they, look at their core. He sure, these guys are young. I think man. that Coleman dude lives in her condo, actually. Like, she's, she's surrounded Mary. by New Jersey Devil players, essentially, her. She lives by a lot of Devils, a lot of Devils. Yeah, El Diablos. El, they got Butcher on defense. Holman's got a girlfriend, hey. though. It's not like he's, I don't want to give the impression that he's stalking Michelle. Like he's, uh, no, Coleman's good, but Coleman's a good young player. Very good. Yeah, he was the one that uh, dressed up like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader on Halloween. <laughs> well, so Serpico works in a bar, and the Devils come into our bar. That's yeah. what you're telling me? Yeah. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, and uh, to your point, I agree. Like, they have a good mix of, like, they have a real lot of young guys on their team that are talented, and they're surrounded by some, like, KG vets that probably have thrown back a few in their time. Like, they are they're they look like a team that, like, if I had, like, a, a drinking party going on with, like, I, I'd bet on the Devils over a lot of teams for consumption. I think they're, I think they're partying you know? too much, personally. <laughs> yeah, well, so yeah. Just from my outside, yeah. 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 From my outside yeah. opinion, as I stated, we got Michelle. I almost want to call her right now, but... You know, Michelle's we'll funny, though. She show. doesn't hide any of these things. So it's not like it's a secret or anything. But, yeah, yeah. it was just yesterday she was telling me. She's like, yeah, this Keith Kincaid guy doesn't leave me alone type thing. <laughs> you know? <laughs> That's amazing. And I'm telling you, I really like the Devils tonight. You know, Kincaid. Uh... Yeah, yeah, no. And she knows them and completely. <laughs> imagine, like, the perspective. She's, like, she sees them all drunk, like, hitting on her and stuff, right? So, like, yeah. to her, they're just sort of, oh, that guy. And you know what I mean? We this were... guy. We've worked with a lot of ladies in the business, Gabe, and I, trust me, like, they, they've told me a lot of stuff, too, like, even on the side, like, working, oh, this guy, you know, on this team, like, and it's usually hockey guys that they run into, like, I know a lot of stories. Dude, hockey like, players and chi- athletes. Every chick we worked with, like, they yeah, hit they're all on, over everybody. They hit everybody. on media people. So what the I hell do you think they're doing to bartenders and stuff? Like, I, that's the whole thing, point. like, people think, like, oh, you know, women in the locker room and stuff. Man, the guys are all over them. That's the problem. Like that, and that, you know, we've yes. seen time and time again, you know, it, it ends up as, as an issue after the fact. Nope, you said it, and I, that, and it's true, man. It's a great point you bring up. If you're actually going up to the chick that you're doing shows with and interviewing you, what are you going to do with another, like, hot oh, yeah. chick that you yeah. see down at a bar or something? Like, it's going to be ten times the, the that. Like, Dude, Ashley Docking. Ashley yeah. Dawkins used to tell me about, like, basketball players. They would hit on her, like, in the locker room, like, in front of really? people, like ESPN and, like, the scrums and stuff, basically. You know, another Crazy. time she said, like, a dude on the Raptors pulled her aside in, like, the hallway and said, basically, here's my number. I'll be expecting your call tonight while the dude's girlfriend was there. Like, the, the girlfriend, was, he was like, oh, she's just in the media, right? But really, he's hitting on her, like... That's what they do. Like, I swear to God, I think professional athletes become professional athletes just to have sex and get laid. Like, I'm telling you. 
it's it's part it's part of the deal. It's like that's Let what they're obsessed you. with. I'm telling you, not all of them, but you know, same thing like the New York Giants. I've heard stories too about the Giant players, it's like going to the, this club where these chicks are, and like it's like guys, you guys freaking suck, man. Like you realize like that you know you have millions of fans that hate you and think you're terrible. And really, your biggest concern is banging the stripper at a, in a Jersey strip club. You know, like that's, dude, that's that's the reality of it. Like you said, you're willing, you're betting on King Kincaid and Kincaid just trying to get in stripper's pants. <laughs> hey, I know. That's like, you know what I mean? You're, you're just betting on a guy, Cam. You know, not, you're not, Kincaid, hey, right now, Kincaid, he's not, he's not like in his room going over game tape and stuff. He's on Instagram hitting on chicks, probably. Yeah, and the one that you would do a morning show with. Jeez. Yeah, no, I'll tell you. I went to a Raptor game a long time ago, and it was the craziest thing ever. So, girl that I grew up with, she she married my buddy. Her her younger sister's beautiful, like stunning, like model hot. We were at a Raptor game, Gabe, and we got like it was the first time like her her old man had money, so it was the first time I've ever had like really good seats at the game. We're going out to get a couple beers. Comes back, I look, I go, hey, what's happening, Mal? She's like, opens up uh, her, her palm. Chris Childs gave her a, 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 a scribbled down note. Let's meet after the game my, with number, every, like all information. Chris Childs. I, I was howling. I'm like, wow, Chris Childs wants to have sex with you. And that was before. Yeah, but that's crazy. Went, that Chris were... Childs, though, just goes to show that instead of focusing yeah. on the game, he's looking into the that's, crowd, right? That's what I'm talking about. And then we went to another tennis thing, and uh, Victor Newman from The Young and the Restless wanted to bang her. Like, buddy, she's like 40 years, 50 years younger. Like, slow down, bud. I had uh, Genoa City. Well, these guys are all pigs, man. I used to like I used to hang out at the batting cage with the Expos at batting yep. practice, and um, yeah, man, like it was nuts. Like the 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 eyes that these guys had, man. Yeah, and yeah. They know the sections charts. and stuff too, right? So they basically state they're like, oh, look at the rack in section two twenty three. Like they know the section, so they look and they they say to each other, like they basically point it out. Like I remember like standing there with uh, <laughs> with a dude. It was Orlando Cabrera, and I'm standing there. There's just, you know, a couple of hot chicks, and he just sort of, like, gives me the elbow. And I'm thinking, like, like how do you even notice these things? Like, you're, 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 you're supposed to be taking batting practice, right? Exactly. But no, like, they don't. Like, they're just normal dudes, right? They, they get serious when the game is on. Like, during the game, but even then they're drifting and they're looking into the stands and stuff. But, you know, that's, that, that's the perks. That, that's the perks of uh, being a big leaguer, right? <laughs> that's the best. <laughs> so Kincaid saw, you know, that's, that's the best game you're doing the morning show. You're getting New Jersey Devil. Inside information with Serpico. Okay. What happened last day? Well, I can tell you, this guy was doing yeah, That's amazing, man. Yeah, I know you said it. These guys have wandering eye and a lot of the time, yeah, they'll still do their thing. But yeah, instead of focusing in on the pregame there, you're right. They're scouting. They're scouting. They're scouting. They're always looking around trying to, you know. Lay some traps. Yeah, there are a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, lot of real uh, slick talking jacks in these uh, professional sports. That's for sure. So, if you're just tuning in right now and you're unaware of the news, you heard about uh, Des Bryant. Des Bryant, right. of course, signed with the New Orleans Saints, and unfortunately, it looks like Des Bryant tore his Achilles at uh, at New Orleans Saint practice, which you know does suck. I got nothing against Des Bryant. You know, I, I thought that. Um, I wasn't surprised that he wasn't getting a million offers, and I was a little surprised that it was the Saints that wanted to bring him in after this. But, you know, if you look at Dez's body of work, he's never done anything really egregious. He's thrown his helmet on the sidelines. He's yelled at a teammate yep. or two. He's gotten upset. But, 
he's no different than a lot of wide receivers are. And it's too bad. You know, like I said, I thought he got screwed over by the Cowboys, the way that they handled it and, and doing it, like, basically right when camp started, knowing, like, they, they basically screwed him. You know, everybody had already made their teams at that point in time. So he catches on with the Saints and sucks for him, man. One practice and he shreds his Achilles. Terrible. Terrible news. No, it is it is terrible. And then and you bring up the greatest point. Well, you go up and you go out and get Amari Cooper, yet is Cooper that much of an upgrade from you? And if you actually Des Bryant got to play with this team and they might not be in that situation, I know obviously what happened today is just horrible bad luck, but man, it was so stupid. Like Dallas didn't even need to go through all this crap and they could have had a guy on the team and it would have been a better situation. I actually feel bad for Des Bryant because I think he wanted to make a concerted effort to come back. And you're right, Moretzi. You know what? Sometimes he chirps and whatever and gets emotional. But when push came to shove, he was a great athlete and he uh, he showed up in games. He wanted to win. He's not he a bad guy. I am that. No, he's not a bad guy. Exactly. And I, I I really wanted his comeback to be good. And being on a, guy, a team with Drew Brees and the rest of those Saints, like guys on the team that are, are winners, it would have been a real good situation for him. It's just uh, horrible luck. And I wish him the best. And you said at least one good thing, Moretzi. 600k he doesn't care about the money but at least it's nice that he gets uh gets paid 21 years ago today and you know what bone sent this to me actually a little later in the morning show today i didn't see it till after you know maybe i'll bring it up on monday again but it's actually even though it's not you know it's 21 years ago the date today but it was a sunday night so it's really the anniversary this sunday to me but uh today 21 years ago cam the montreal screw job Oh, yeah. The Montreal Screwjob. Bret Hart, Vince McMahon, Shawn Michaels, Bell Center, Montreal. And uh, I was there. I was in the building for the Montreal Screwjob. Amazing. Yeah. No, it is like, and you, yeah, no, you talk about like. I wanted to start a riot. I'm not gonna lie. Like, we tried to rush the ring and stuff, but they held us back. Think about the, 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 the domino effect that the Montreal Screwjob had, right? You know what I mean? With everything changing because of that moment. Like, Bret Hart, like, you, you sold this guy down the river, like, pissed him off. Some crazy things happened after that, man. Like, it's, it, the, the thing is, you don't really see in wrestling now, Gabe, you know, you play you play out to if this guy's from this hometown. You it was know, so Jerry emotional though with Bret Hart. It was, at yeah, time. It, it was it was different. You're absolutely it was different. correct. It, it was, was like it was real. It was like rage. you screwed Bret yes. Hart in Canada, and you know what? That it's was the whole thing. It was um, it was a Remembrance Day too, right? Or it was you know Remembrance Weekend, and um, I remember Bret Hart was like, "I can't lose the belt in Canada like this." But in hindsight, Bret Hart was being pretty selfish as well. And I love Bret Hart. He's one of my favorites of all time. Yeah. But you can't take all the money from WCW and call your shots in a WWE, bro, at the same time, especially with Vince. And, you know, Bret should have known better that Vince was playing him. You know, because Vince said, yeah, no problem. Yeah, you can do what you want to do. No problem. And Bret was all, like, surprised. Wow, Vince is really being nice about this on the way out. (laughs) And really, Vince was, like, basically thinking, you know what? Yeah, yeah. Like, just nodding along and thinking, dude, are you insane? I'm going to do what I want to do, and I'm not even going to tell you about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yep, yep, exactly. And, and, and Brett, Bottom line is, you, you, don't, you don't screw with Vince. And he punches him after. This whole thing, like, uh, like this, Hanger checks in. Kincaid has had a rough uh, couple of weeks in the last few weeks. <laughs> yeah, I know. No, no, I'm telling you guys, the New Jersey Devils party too much. That's in my own professional opinion. No opinion. 
game time decisions. We're going to get into some uh, DFS. Yes. Tuning in says Brett screwed Brett. Did Vince screw Brett? Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. Listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage Radio has a big gun. I am Gabriel Morenci throwing it down live in Studio 34. We will be commencing a YouTube uh, shot and uh, page uh, here for this show, so we'll have a chat uh, up and running. Steve Merrill will step up and in as he uh, as he normally does in a couple of minutes' time. Babano joins us on uh, Friday, so we got a lot of stuff going on here. We've got uh, it's football Friday, so we'll talk. Uh, Best bet. We'll talk Survivor. We'll talk college of football. We'll talk some DFS. We'll talk some NBA, little NASCAR, you name it. We're talking about it. Cam Stewart. What's up, Cam? What's happening, Moretzi? How you doing, buddy? We're doing all right, uh, Cam. We're doing all right. We could always be doing better. We're always uh, striving Ooh. for more. <laughs> striving for excellence. Always uh, achieve. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Commitment to excellence. Yes. Just like the Raiders. Yeah, just like the Ra- Raiders. My commitment exactly. to excellence is working out about as good as theirs is uh, as well. I would say me too, pal. Me too. Raiders play the Chargers uh, this week, so we'll break yeah. that game down. So we've got uh, we got a YouTube feed going on uh, here, Cam. And, you know, you can't just hide behind a um, a uh, – a picture for the rest of your life. We're going to have to get you on video at some point yeah. in time. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. Actually, today would be a good day. I actually, like, went outside, you know. I told you I put some product in my hair, went over to the, the store to do some things. You know, I'm actually uh, out and about in the community today wearing my uh, Seahawks sweatshirt. So, yeah, it's uh, I look a lot better than I usually do, usually more beat down. But, uh, yeah, if you had a, a visual, a little bit better than usual, let's just say, uh, more groomed. So this is what you guys do on the Sunday show as well. You've got a, um, you've, you've just got a, a board shot up on the screen with you and Joe Galena for four hours. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. Galena's in studio. Uh, Bavona, when he's there, he's in studio with uh, Galena, and I'm here. And then they throw to Kurtz for uh, updates. You know, we've yeah, like I said, we're gonna have to, uh, we're gonna have to get you uh, get you a proper headset, or I don't know, maybe like you should shrink your head a little bit. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you know, or like, <laughs> you give me a like a basketball, a volleyball, a pump, and I'll just stick it in my temple. And yeah, yeah, some, we'll something some like that. Out. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> or we'll get you like a vice yeah. grips or like sort of a vice. Yeah, kind of like turning a ten ball bowling ball into a five. We're going five pin. You figure like someone has been my, in the industry. A ten. Someone has been in the industry as long as you have. You figure you'd know how to look like into a camera, but like when it's on on a computer, it seems to confuse you. <laughs> 
Not really. I, I, I think it couldn't be done, but, uh, you know, it, it, yeah, it's, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to surprise you. It would be nice to get some wallpaper or something in the back, though, because in my place it's just got holes, like where I, where I do the show. I'm just looking at the back because the guy before me who had the place, he just, I guess he had a lot of artwork. He actually made the place look nice, unlike me, but there's just holes with the uh, nails and stuff in there. So maybe I can get like a fantasy screen or something in the back. And uh, yeah, You don't really need too much. Better. I mean, you can hang a Toronto Maple Leaf poster up uh, behind your head or something like that. Yeah, get a, get a poster. Yeah, that's a good yeah. idea. I was thinking something a little a little more permanent. permanent yeah, I'm just saying, like in, yeah, in today's know? in today's day and age, in in the age of uh, video um, and YouTube uh, videos and and stuff, the uh, the the screenshot pictures. Nah, it's not a good look. <laughs> we we have a lot a lot of guests on our shows, and the only people that yes. we ever the only people we ever go like no viz with is like the real real. Um, What's the word I'm looking for? Ugly ones? No, 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 no. <laughs> I don't know. The um, computer challenged. Oh, okay. Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. The, well, you know, I, so I, it's basically, it's like, yeah, listen, like, the guy can barely figure out how to dial a, dial in on the phone here, so no, we're not we're not getting any video from this guy. Yeah, so, well, I can tell you one thing. That's why, like, yeah, we're just... I dial in... I'm batting a thousand right now. I, it's I never, no you know, I, I know no problem. I'm only I'm noticing because I'm sitting in this nice studio and I'm looking up on the screen. I just see this this shot of you. <laughs> it's it's a nice shot, but you know, we we, we want to see the reactions, the, the the live the live video. We know we know you like okay. sitting there in a bathrobe and stuff like that. And uh, I, t- I told you I put clothes on today. I got I got I got a sweatshirt on. Yeah, we appreciate you my Seahawks sweatshirt. We appreciate on. you leaving the house today. Yeah, th- yeah. Both, yeah. Hey, I, I, I came through today, so hey, I'm not that, I'm not that bad of a guy. Hey, we included. I, just, I, I did some work. We included like an extra twenty three dollars or something like that in there. It was a little. Uh, yeah, it was. It was actually not as bad as I thought. The lady was a little stupid as usual. Like I expected that. Like kind of. She, she, she was like, challenged. Why do you, yeah, she was challenged big time. And but you know, all the postal workers are. They give you the look like they think they're the cops. Like, why do you need three of these? Well, it's none of your business what I need it for. Here's the money. Let's make the transaction. What it's kind of stupid. They only force? go up to two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah. These cards. It's honestly that that's really dumb too. Like I, I would say, even having it at a dime, a thousand dollars would make a lot of sense. Like there's not many things in the world too. Like say you had to go out and buy something. Like you can only buy four of them to too. Number? They max you out at four. Oh, I tried oh, to buy, buy four. You could buy you could you could buy four at one time then. So a thousand yeah. bucks. Don't then you got to pay the eight dollars for each one. If it's yeah uh, yeah, but they won't. I tr- once I tried to buy like two thousand worth uh, of uh, of these cards for online sports books yeah. and uh, and they shut you down. Yeah, they shut me they down. Shut they said down. Uh, they said one thousand. Oh. Yeah, one thousand to max, which is rare. I, you figure I, like I they got, wouldn't want to turn money you? down. I think it's ridiculous. There's really no need for it. What are you doing? You're, it's, you're not doing anything illegal or wrong. You know, you're going in there, and that's the way that's the way they want to do it. That's the the, the way they want to shake you down. Like two hundred and fifty dollars each time is stupid too, because then you know they give you the receipt, so you gotta you gotta punch them in each time for it's it's not actually to what you to, to your earlier point when you talked to me on the phone, it's not that bad. It's just if there was one slip though for seven fifty or a thousand or two thousand, it would make a hell of a lot more sense than just waiting for these printouts all the time. But hey, nothing they make everything difficult, Marenzi, you know that. All right, so we'll bring Steve Merrill in. We've got breaking news. Of course, oh, Des Lucky Lucky Steve. Yeah, Des Bryan, of course, signed with the New Orleans Saints. And uh, unfortunately for Des Bryant, I don't want to see this. It sucks. But uh looks like he might have uh, torn his uh, his Achilles tendon. Achilles and, 
In practice? Oh, God. And uh, he's going to be done. He's like, he's out. Like, he's not going to play. He'll be out for the year. Uh, just like that. He hasn't even played. It's like, he just signed, like, two days ago. Exactly. And uh, getting ready for their game against the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. So, a torn Achilles tendon. Or at least we should say the Saints, the quote is, they fear Des Bryant just tore his Achilles uh, tendon during Friday's uh, practice. So, um, that blows for Des Bryant. We'll, uh, we'll get you a more definitive uh, update on this in a couple of minutes. Let's bring in Steve Merrill uh, right now. What's up, Steve? You know, it's interesting. I was talking about that acquisition yesterday on my Charlotte show, and um, I mentioned that it actually might be a bad thing for the Saints because they've been rolling. You know, they've been hitting on all cylinders. Why would you want to disrupt that offensive chemistry with someone that could be a distraction? So wouldn't it be something that that injury might actually work out better for the Saints if he would have been a problem? Yeah, I thought I thought it was a strange sort of, you know, like you said, everything's going really, really well for you. Des Bryant is just a mouthy guy. You know what I mean? He's not... I don't know if he's a malcontent. He's not a malcontent, but, you know, he's a, um, there's a lot of, you know, you got to tend after him and there's baggage. I Maybe he was humbled, and I thought one thing, and I, I agree. I, listen, I, it kind of came out of left field for me, too. I was surprised the Saints did this, but Cam Meredith is injured. They needed a wide receiver, and Sean Payton's a likable guy to a guy like Des Bryant. Sean Payton's not your typical NFL coach, right? You know, he talked smack to the opposing team during the games. You know, we were kidding earlier in the day about how, you know, he popped a bunch of pills and remember all the Percocets were missing in the Saints room. It was like, oh, boy, Coach uh, coach got to the Perks. So, you know, like, the players like him, right? He's aggressive. He's a, he's a player's guy. So I thought if and if Des could fit in somewhere, I thought it would be a good fit with Breeze and with the Saints, I'd give him that. But, yeah, I hear what you're saying, Steve, but, you know, it kind of sucks for Des. I mean, Cowboys did screw him over. They could have let him go, but they let him go at the last second. It put him in a tough spot. Baltimore did offer him. Baltimore offered him a deal, but um, he turned it down. And then he was waiting for the right offer, and you get the you know an offer from a team that might be going to the Super Bowl, and then they get hurt in the practice. Uh, that, that sucks. It sucks for Des Bryant. Yeah, I don't disagree, and um, it would have been interesting if he had played this week, and people would have blamed him if they lost at Cincinnati, but if you look at the scheduling spot, what a terrible spot this is this week for the Saints. They're coming off the biggest one of the season, a game that puts them at home field advantage right now in the NFC playoffs because they're now tied at 7-1 with the Rams. They'd hold the tiebreaker with a head-to-head win, and now they're on the road in a non-conference game outdoors. Weather could be an issue. So, yeah, I thought this was a bad spot for the Saints. I think it would have been even worse maybe if you tried to throw Des Bryant into the lineup on short notice. So it is interesting that he's hurt, and it might actually serve the Saints better now in the long run. And for the record, um, he gets paid. He signed a $600,000 contract, and they're on the hook for it now. So he got six hundred k to get hurt in practice today. <laughs> like, hey, not bad. Any, you know, I'm not making light of it. It's uh, you know, I don't no, think Des really still. cares about six hundred k to be honest, but – you know, at least you're getting 600k. You got a half million dollars uh, to get mocked on Twitter. I get mocked on Twitter daily, and I don't get a half yeah, million for dollars. nothing. Hey, great point. I don't get the 600k. <laughs> I, I get mocked all the time. Yeah, nothing. Um, we, we don't get any residual checks. What about? Uh, so yeah, you mentioned it, Steve. So yeah, Bengals. I like the Bengals. I, I I gave the Bengals as a pick. I'm going with the Bengals in this spot as well, Steve. Oh, I think it's the only way you play it. I mean. Bengals are a dicey team, but they are off back-to-back wins, so they're in decent current form. They've been scoring more offensively. But, yeah, it's just on the surface a really bad spot for the Saints this week, scheduling-wise. We've got football Steve, what tonight. Yeah what, uh, yeah, what are you doing? Are you betting these college games there, Marenzi, or uh, what, are you, what are you doing? Yeah, I think, uh, I think Syracuse. Boise and, 
Syracuse are going to murder Louisville. Yeah, they're, what, are they 20-point favorites right now? And a uh, good, great game between uh, Fresno State and uh, Boise State. That's a good game. Yeah, Mountain West uh, throwdown. Boise's a home dog, isn't it, guys? I mean, that's a team that's yep. been just double-digit favorites almost every conference game for decades now. Yeah, we had Mark Lawrence on. Um, was it? No, it was Teddy earlier in the day. Um, but I think Teddy, I don't know, Steve, if it was since 1990. Like, Boise State haven't been home dogs in a hell of a long time. I'll tell you that much. Definitely not in a conference game. I'd say it's been probably 20 or 30, 20 years plus in a conference game for sure. Yeah. And, and most teams don't like to go play there, so you're probably right. They probably have not. Uh, did they play Oregon there? Yes. Maybe in the game, that was, well, that was the game. Yeah. That was the game LeGarrette Blunt punched somebody. LeGarrette Blunt punched him. Yeah, exactly. So it's been a little bit then, yeah. That was a long time ago. I don't know. I think Boise were still pretty good in those days. I, and Oregon were the Ducks were, then. Mike Bellotti was still the coach. I think Boise were actually like three-point favorites in that game. You're, you're right, Marenzi. In that well, game, I think Boise State won that game. Like, wasn't it like thirty to? They, they murdered them. Like, and that was at the end. And Blunt just—that's why he gave him the roundhouse there. Like, Boise well, there State's was been good, good there for a long time. Blunt, Blunt said there was something racial stated. Yes, the guy in Boise said something, and I don't know Boise. I don't. I don't know if they kicked the guy off the team, but they were pissed at their own guy. Something he definitely said something. You know, Legarrette Blunt doesn't like punch people like all the time, but. It's amazing. You punch someone once in a football game and people remember it like it was yesterday. I'm like, I had that game and he punched someone. <laughs> I remember watching that game live, too. So what do, what do you, you know, Steve, I was looking at Syracuse and Louisville and, uh, you know, Louisville, one of the biggest sort of disappointments of the year in college football or unravel jobs, we should state. It all started, well, Lamar Jackson leaves, but uh, it's Papa John's fault. It really is. I mean, Papa John's the biggest booster. The, the, the stadium, it's his name. And and Bobby Petrino. Like, what a combination of class acts between Petrino and Papa John. So they, they're kind of getting what they deserve. But um, they're just terrible. And nobody likes Bobby Petrino. Coaches just don't like him. And, you know, it's past they don't like him. They hate him. And he's run the score up on people in past years. And we're seeing now where a couple of teams have really, really kicked the crap out of them. And there's always the fact after you find out, yeah, yeah, the coach was an assistant a couple of years ago on this team. Petrino's an asshole. Nobody likes him. And it's no offense to the kids on Louisville, but teams kick the crap out of him if they can. And Louisville drilled Syracuse, bro. Like, they kicked the snot out of them last couple of times they played. Tonight's going to be payback, I believe, guys. Yeah, Louisville beat them 56-10 at home last year, 15-point favorite. The year before, 62-28 is a 17-point road favorite. Now they're getting more than that as an underdog in the same site. But how do you step in here and take Louisville? We talk about this every week with struggling teams. You know, I always say don't try to catch a falling knife. I like that line. I mean, <laughs> it, it, it's true in the markets. You know, it's true in financials. It's momentum. And Louisville is now 1-8 and eight against the spread this year. And their last game, they're coming off a 61-point loss. So it's like, why would you possibly want to touch them right now? And then all the stuff you said, great is great information. Uh, great gave is great information, which you just mentioned there about how teams want to smack them, and it's really you know showing what is happening on the scoreboard. Yeah, and then as I stated, you got a team. You don't think it's coming up, Dino Babers? You know, you're seven and two, and you're playing a team. You don't think you're going to bring up? Hey, these guys scored 58 on us. Remember when they came here two years ago and dropped 62 on us? We're dropping 62 on them tonight. Like, that's the way this Marenzi, game's going. 
they're they're a thirteen. They still have to climb too. Like you know what I mean. They're seven and two team. They they lose to Clemson by only four points. So like Syracuse is looking at this going. Yeah, yeah like they they got they got to keep on winning. They will. Well, they win, win this game. If they're, if they're gonna win. It sets them up to eight and two leading into yes. the Monster Showcase Showdown game of the week next week. Syracuse and Notre Dame at Yankee Dame. Stadium. And hey, Syracuse could beat Notre Dame, man. Like that game's yes, gonna be a can. weird game, crazy high scoring game. Anything can happen. Cuse are gonna be playing without money and. Like you said, Syracuse win that game next week. You know, for, forget about, like, just playing in a bowl game. Like, they're playing in a big-time bowl game, and Syracuse is in the mix. They're still in the mix for the ACC right now. They they haven't uh, they haven't conceded anything yet. I think they drill them. And then, Steve, we get into that Mountain West tilt tonight, and Fresno State are probably the best team in the country that nobody knows about, Steve, because they play in, out there in the Bay Area. Nobody talks about the Mountain West, and they're never on TV. Like, no one on the East Coast knows anything about Fresno State. Yeah, Louisville's 1-8 against the spread. Fresno is 8-1 and one against the spread. They've been one of the most profitable teams in college football this year. Uh, they've covered and won seven straight entering this game since early September. Um, but because of that, as I mentioned earlier, I think this line is maybe inflated now because I think Boise's a pretty capable squad, too, at 7-2 and two straight up this year. And getting them as a home dog on this field is always tempting. Uh, these teams played December 2nd last year. Boise was a nine-and-a-half-point favorite in that game. They won 17-14, had to come from behind, if you remember, in the second half. So Fresno probably is the better team right now. But Boise at 7-2 and two on one of the strongest home fields in the nation is pretty tempting as a home dog. Definitely like to see where this line settles, though. It's currently two-and-a-half minus money, so we might get some threes by this late kickoff. All right, we'll take a quick break with Steve Merrill. We'll uh, keep Steve for another couple of minutes on the other side. It appears as if all the uh, the glitches that uh, haunted us yesterday. Blame Verizon, not Yang. Verizon. Yeah. Speaking of which, I got to pay Verizon like today or tomorrow. Yeah. I got to pay them tonight. Man. Yeah, I got bills. Not though. enough hours in a day. Correct. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fancy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fancy Sports Radio Network app. The Fancy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fancy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fancy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Game time decisions, Red Heat and Rage, our radio, throwing it down live from Studio 34 in Manhattan. It's football Friday. We got some college football games on the board. We got, of course, uh, NFL football. Steve Merrill with us for another couple of minutes. We'll take a couple of your calls. Abano's going to join us. Speaking of football, too, it's college football, NFL football. We got the CFL football playoffs as well. Yeah. Sunday, both three-point spreads. Morency going to be some real nice football action on Sunday. Well, up to three right now, huh? Because I thought Hamilton were only three, laying three. one before. Yeah, probably that's yeah, uh, three. Yeah, there's a it's good, it's in, interesting games there. We'll talk to Babano about these two. There's some injuries, but we'll talk Steve. We'll no, I'm seeing right NFL now. No, we'll I see Hamilton Babano. at one. Hamilton's minus one. Really? 
And Saskatchewan was three, and it's two and a half. Oh, some line movement there. Interesting. Very interesting. All right, uh, Steve. So we've only got a couple of more minutes uh, left uh, here, Steve. So you know, a lot, a lot of big point spreads this week, uh, Merrill, in the um, in the National Football League. Sixteen and a half point point spread. I don't know if I can recall ever that the um, the games at three o'clock or four o'clock <laughs> like are all they're all ten point spreads. Yeah, there's ten, three ten, of them. Ten. There's there's three. I got confused by the yeah, British time on this stupid book again. Um, Twenty three oh five says. I know. The I got the same thing. I really got to change that. Like I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to do it. Like I, I've been living on really, British time for the last eighteen years, yeah. man. Well, I'm on that same book as you, man. I'm looking at it going. Like, I know. I'd like to change it too. It really pissed me off. It's pretty crazy though. Like that, I have to look at times and I do the math. I'm like, what time is it in London? And I'm like, minus this. I'm like, oh yeah, right. This game kicks off. So, yeah, like, sorry, but like I said, the, there's three games at 4 o'clock. Well, 4.05 and 4.25 slate. They're all 10-point spread, Steve. Yeah, they had two of them originally. It was Chargers, Raiders, Seahawks, Rams, and then they time-changed the Dolphin-Packer game to be the prime, the premier late kickoff. <laughs> That's how bad it is. That you got the Dolphins in the primetime spot on late Sunday afternoon. Um, yeah, and double digit spreads. What's interesting, guys, about that Ram game was about a month and a half ago, I really liked Seattle as a home dog getting more than seven and a half in that game because I thought it was a flat spot for L.A. And now L.A.'s back at home in what should be a focus spot, laying just a couple points more after their loss on their second home game in a month and a half. So this might be one of the few weeks you could actually say there is some line like the Rams, you know, been kind of overinflated in recent weeks. Yeah, but Seattle always played them tough. They did, and they played them tough they in that do. game earlier, just a two-point loss. The underdog is six and one in this series. Remember, guys, when Seattle were good, Cam, you're a Seahawks fan, so you know. But remember yes. when the Seahawks were good with Sherman, and even when the Rams had like low points with Jeff Fisher, and the Rams really, really suck. The Rams used yep. to beat the Seahawks. Like Russell, Correct. it's like the, it's like it was Russell Wilson's nemesis somehow. Was he couldn't beat a crap ass Ram team in that dome? Yeah. And now the roles are reversed. Where Seattle's an average team, the Rams are the powerhouse, and it was a two point game when they played earlier this year. Yeah, it's crazy, Gabe. I'll tell you something, though. This is the time I was looking to, to, to smash Seattle, too. But I'm kind of leaning, like, with Steve there. It's one of those things, probably, in those games with 10, you're going to get the three-game uh, the three game 10-point teasers because I don't know how the Miami is going to lose. The, uh, Miami can beat Green Bay or Seattle. I think the Rams are probably going to smoke them this week. I just hate to say it, Gabe. After that loss to the Saints... I think the Rams are going to be in ill mood, and uh, it's going to be a t- really tough week for Seattle, and I don't know how the Raiders uh, even hang with anybody, even though they tend to play the Chargers tight. All right, Steve, so I know you got to get out of here, but we'll get you out of here with this game. The uh, the Washington Redskins, your Washington Redskins, Ooh. getting three against Tampa, and everybody's just giving this game to Tampa. Like I said, I don't even know why Washington's going to bother to fly there. They can't beat Tampa. Tampa are impossible to beat. You know, I know they have injuries, but I'm going contrarian. Give me the Redskins. Yeah, and it's kind of strange to me that the contrarian call game is the five and three Redskins getting points against the three and five Bucks. You know, a team that was favorite last week against Atlanta, um, and we even talked about that. I think on this show, I did on I know my ESPN Richmond show coming up. We talked about it last week that you know, boy, the better team Lane just one and a half at home. Atlanta looks like they've turned things around though, and you know, I think we all kind of knew Atlanta had maybe more talent still, just hadn't been playing up to it, had a lot of defensive injuries, but now this looks like an overreaction to me based on last week's results. And um, the Redskins have been good against weaker teams this year. They, you know, their, their losses on each side of their three-game winning streak was Atlanta and New Orleans, two good offensive teams. But they also beat Green Bay, Carolina, Dallas in between there. 
um, on each side. So, yeah, I'm not sure I'm ready to see Tampa, a team that's 1-5 straight up in ATS their last six laying a field goal. Steve Merrill, prosportsinfo.com, one of the covers experts. Uh, good stuff, Steve. I know you got a uh, ESPN uh, Richmond hit to do. Thanks for joining us. Sounds good. I appreciate it, guys. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Take care, Steve. Lucky Steve. There's Steve. I think he's on the air in like 40 seconds. Yeah, yeah. quick dialing. Checks yeah. in the mail, I'm Steve. Thanks for the hit. Yeah, I like that. I like the skins, too. I, I, I can't believe, actually, Tampa's favored by three in this game. Like, are you kidding me? The Buccaneers with, uh, like, come on. Really? Like, Ryan Fitzpatrick in Tampa Bay? You're going to lay it down with these no, guys? No, I'm taking Washington. There, there, there's, exactly. There's definitely going to be some pick sixes or bad stuff in that game. I'm on Washington, too. I, I'm not laying three with Tampa Bay. No way. I said, though, we Ridiculous. appreciate the uh, the guests joining us because people don't realize it, too. Like, I do appreciate the guest time. I did, I did an ESPN radio hit earlier in the day, and... You know, I um, you know, we don't we don't get paid. You know, like guests. That's nope. the thing. These guests, they do it to come on. You know, promote their websites and and then I'm, you, you know, we they hope that a couple of people check out their website and check out their work. But hey, we appreciate people's times, right? It's a grind for people. You know, one one radio hit into another. You know, uh, Mark Lawrence on Wednesdays. Mark Lawrence does twenty two radio hits. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's not getting any younger. <laughs> Wow. Like, I speak to Mark at the end of the night on Wednesdays on Sports Rage Against the Machine. Like, he's beaten down, man. Like, he told me, yeah, like, he, and he turns some of them down. Like, Wednesday's his media day, right? But he does, like, you know, 19 to 22 hits in a day, and all those different markets, man, a couple of people buy the playbook, and, and it's worth it, right? That That's what it's all about. You got to hustle. It's all about the hustle. Yeah, you're right. And for anybody who doesn't have the playbook, it's it's one of the best reads, Marenzi. Like, there's nothing better, you know, when you're getting up on Saturday before the college football games, just flipping the playbook, even for the jokes, the picks, everything. And no, Mark and Mark's database, as you know, it runs deep. He's got a lot of information there. Yeah, they have, um, yeah, they've got like a lot of good uh, deadpan one-liners. Sometimes they use my yeah. work, too. Mark will ask for permission. Yeah. Like if he, Can he, I he, use that one, Gabe? Yeah, well, he's, <laughs> if I have a really tacky, bad one-line yeah. joke, yeah, and I, I know I know what type of humor Lawrence likes. So yeah, yeah. sometimes when it's really good, yeah, you'll send me an email <laughs> after it, and he'll go, ah, ha, ha, I used, I put it in the playbook. and uh, Exactly. Yeah, so I'll get a laugh. I'll be reading the playbook, and sometimes one of my bad jokes will be in there. <laughs> I know I love the jokes. They're great. I got to be honest. Sometimes they cross a line even, like uh, – Oh, they do. They do. Like, no, there was the one thing. the other like, day, man. I, I was like, I was like, really? You guys are like, really, dude? You're you're joking about this? Like, you're comparing this to a football spread? It's not Mark Lawrence, right? He's got a team of writers and stuff, like for sure. Lawrence likes bad humor, but it's it's not it's not all him. It'd be impossible for that guy to write the playbook by himself. Oh God, yeah. You're doing nineteen to twenty two hits on a day, yeah, and then you gotta write the thing. No thanks. It's gotta get out early too. It just can't be like you know what I mean? It has to get out before these games start too. A lot of work goes into that thing. All right, I see Stormy Daniels is um yeah. tweeting right now or trending on Twitter, and I was thinking, unless like Stormy Daniels is naked, like uh yeah. naked in the hallway and about to come into this room. I don't really know if I have any interest in this, but Yeah. Ah, whatever. It's basically they've they can prove that Trump uh, Trump violated campaign finance violations. Like, doesn't matter, man. Guys like John I Gotti, know. like he really could shoot someone. Like, to really does anyone care? <laughs> Tef, the TT, Tef he runs Trump. the Justice Department. He just fired like anyone against it his way. He fires. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, you bring it up. Uh, she's uh, she's listed in the list of those porn parodies. Yeah, the, the, there's a couple ones, Gabe. When you go through like the guide, it's like uh, yeah, Stormy and Trump. Like they have yeah. a guy like dressed up. Who He's got like a see... bob head like Trump. Yeah, who I don't, wants I don't to see, see a that Trump one either. Type, that's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like you know me. I, I enjoy a good storyline uh, now and then, but not that one. Like that's my skip, skip, skip. Yeah, I'm with you. There's so many better options out They've there. They've got uh... who buys that stuff. Yeah, at least like nailing Palin. You know, it's just it's Sarah Palin. Yeah, yeah, good call, good call. Yeah, that that'd be uh, higher up. I don't want to see any porn sure. parodies that involve Bill Clinton, Barack Obama, or Donald Trump. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. No, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. I'm with you. I agree. It's like those weird, um, like those weird um, cartoon porn parodies. Yeah, well, there's just people. Yeah, I who saw like a video once of like the of Family Guy, yeah, right. and yeah. how the hell are you ever gonna watch Family Guy the same way again if you saw Peter do Lois over the couch? Like, uh, you know, like it's weird stuff, man. Like, what was who's that guy? Who's the creepy dude on that show? The funny dude? Quag- Quag- yeah, Quagmire. Yeah, Quagmire was like doing the daughter and stuff like that, and it's like, oh uh, yeah, yeah, he dated the daughter. It's crazy, I know. And then they had like Japanimation where like. You know, like uh, it's like Sailor Moon porn. Yeah, it kinda, yeah. it's it's a it's a cartoon, but they get pretty close to the line too. Screw the playbook, Gabe. Yeah, we're <laughs> <laughs> a couple of your one-liners versus Family Guy. Man, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's bring in uh, Kenneth from Texas uh, right now. Hey, what's up, Kenneth? How you doing, buddy? Hey guys, I appreciate you taking my call. I have a start sit'em question for you, if you don't mind. Yeah, bring it on. It's a 10-team PPR. I have Carson Wentz starting. Should I stay with him or should I go with Matty Ice? He takes on Cleveland. Ooh. I'm going to say Matty Ice, personally. Now, we're going you know, to give you some detailed, uh, we'll give you some uh, premium analysis uh, here. And let's just check the, uh, the official rankings for you. We'll give you some, uh, some substance. And I got to tell you, I like to throw it out first, what I, what I would go with. And then I like to see what the the Daily Roto projections are going with, actually. So what are you saying, Cam? You, would you go with Carson? So Matty Ice is on the road against the Cleveland Browns. And then yep. you got Carson Wentz at home against the Dallas Cowboys. What do you it's think, guys? Be real tight. I game. mean, it's going to be with it. It's going to be within when you check the optimizer within one or two points. But I'm going to lean Carson Wentz. It's going to be real tight, though. Real tight battle. All right. So. I'm looking right now, and uh, Matt Ryan is projected for 21.54 points. 21 uh, 21 points. All right, now we're checking in with uh, Carson Wentz, 19.47. So, like, yeah. Very, you know, you always have good players, Kenneth. I, see, I always remember your calls, and I'm like, man, we're splitting hairs. But me personally as well, I think the Atlanta, look, so the Daily Roto Optimizer is saying Matt, slightly Matt Ryan by uh, one fantasy point more. I think, though, that the Cowboy defense is going to surprise. Like, I think that game is going to be tighter and maybe a little lower scoring than people think. Cowboys play ball possession. Meanwhile, I think Atlanta and Cleveland could be a higher-scoring game, and Baker Mayfield could score. They could go back and forth a bit. I'm going Matt Ryan. The computer agrees. Cam says Wentz, but it's, you know, there's a point difference only, Kenneth. You can't go wrong either way, but I'm going Matt Ryan, buddy. The reason why I asked this particular question is I'm is I am ahead in my league. I've only lost one game all season thus far, and I'm trying to trying to figure out what what would be my best way to keep this 
You want to keep your dominance keep going. going. Yeah, I go with Matt Ryan. They're hot. Yeah. Just like you, they're hot. You know, Falcons keep winning four four <laughs> wins in a row. He keep it riding. I, I'm going with yeah. I'm going with uh, with Matt Ryan here. Good luck, uh, Kenneth. We'll speak to you later in the weekend. All right, buddy. I'll talk to you all later. There's uh, Kenneth, very polite Texan. polite Texan. Yeah, he's got a good team. You said it, Marantz. Every time he asks a question, it's uh, you said it. It's like it's like fifty fifty either way most of the time. Very well, really the, tough decision. You got one quarterback that's going to score twenty point four seven points, and another guy nineteen point four seven. Like, we're splitting hairs here, but I personally think there's more upside with Matt Ryan. Big Cat in uh, Saskatchewan, boy, Canada. What's up, Big Cat? Big Cat. How's it going, boys? Good stuff. Always good. a pleasure. What's rolling, man? Great pick again last night on the Milwaukee. Both you guys were on, and you guys are throwing out winners every night here. No, no, I wasn't on it. I warned people about no, it. No, I, I, can't, I can't take credit either. And uh, We did have the over in the football game, but I teased Carolina. We can't lie to you, Big Cat. Uh, not so much. I did have some we other good ready. NBA picks. I had a few winners in the NBA, <laughs> yeah. but no. My big pick was the over. I said hammer the over in the NFL game, and it came in. Yep. But no, I'm going to walk. The only thing I did, Big Cat, if, and it is true, and Cam, I said this last night, and it really pissed me off because I didn't have access online, but I was watching the Bucks game, and I'm not going to lie, I had a small ticket on the Warriors, and minus five and a half. Yeah. And I played at the sports book, and but I said in the second half, because everyone was like, oh, should we take Golden State to come back? And I said, usually yes, but I said, something's different about tonight. And no Draymond Green, I said, and then I looked, dude, and, and they got, the Milwaukee Bucks were plus 480 on the money line in the second half last I night. I know. And I said, I guys... If they come out hot in the third quarter, Golden State will tap out. Golden State will say, you know what? It's just not our night tonight. We're not going to kill ourselves trying to win this game. And that's exactly what happened. And people cashed a plus 480 in the second half with the Bucks. We're getting ready for the uh, CFL game theory coming up Sunday. We got some good news on Caleros yesterday. He's actually going to be playing. So that uh, gives us a significant chance, hopefully a seven-point victory. Yeah, you know what? I'm uh, man. I'm looking forward to this game. I'm going to be watching it online just because I'm going to be in uh, I'm going to be in New York, New Jersey on Sunday. Doesn't mean I won't be watching that game. Looking forward to it. Cam, who do you like it's in nice that to game? Nice to see. Uh, hey, you- I, I, Saskatchewan's dangerous, man. They've been under. They've been disrespected all year. It's nice that the Banjo Bowl is actually a playoff matchup too. Line is uh, two and a half right now. Lean to Saskatchewan. I, I like Mike O'Shea, Gabe. You Winnipeg's know, uh, hot right now, though. To our heart. Winnipeg is very hot. Seven in the last ten. It's going to be a real classic. Total 52. I think we can see some points in this game, too. Hey, do you guys boy, uh, boys remember the uh, the torch uh, back from the 80s whenever we scored a touchdown to Riders? The guy's torch would go off off his head? Yeah. You remember torch that? Torch head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Torch yeah, yeah. Head. yeah he has a fire, fire in the head. Yeah, I like torch yeah, head. Yeah, well, is he great. back? Yeah, you, wouldn't, you, wouldn't catch, you wouldn't catch that in the, this time of day, you know, back in, uh, nah, I was in the 2000s. Say. but. I would start a fire in the stadium. They get sued. They'd be yeah, scared. Good point. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that guy. They'd have you. Yeah. Torchhead was pretty cool. He, yeah. He had a real fire coming out his head. Anyways, <laughs> one last question for you guys here. Uh, we're going to switch over to hockey here. Uh, Jim Rutherford having a little bit of conversation with his team not playing so good. I think they've lost their last four. But uh, Malkin complaining about Kessel uh, not helping him out enough. And then two days later, he says Malk or Kessel's flying. I've never seen Kessel fly in 15 years of playing. What's your opinion? 
my, my opinion is Pittsburgh's in a really big rut right now. And the problem is, Gabe, and you guys know, the goaltending's been bad, too. Not just the infighting with the guy, and they're not scoring. It's crazy. Like, what's Pittsburgh doing? One goal against the Devils, you only get a couple goals. One goal against Washington. That's unheard of. They're having problems with the, with the, with the top-line players. They're not producing. Their goaltender stinks. DeSmith and, DeSmith and Murray, uh, it's, that's not, it's not a good look right there, and they're banged up on the d- blue line. I think fade, Pittsburgh's a fade team until they get their shit together. The problem with Pittsburgh is, it's a bunch of same guys that have been around a, a while together, and you see yeah. it with Chicago. They can't sustain this forever. Yes. And, you know, I'm just looking right now at Rutherford's comments, and without even seeing it, I see he said the same thing I was about to say is there's too many guys on Pittsburgh that watch Crosby. It's like, they, it's like well, we got yeah. Crosby and we got Malkin. I think that Malkin speaking out, they're just tired of carrying everybody. I think that's the deal. And here's Rutherford's exact quote. He goes, uh, we got some young guys on this team that have won a couple of cups. Then they get big contracts, and then they all kind of get settled in. And basically, the people are saying he's referring to Justin Schultz, Brian Dumoulin, yeah. Brian Rust, Oli Mata. You know that these guys are making money and they're just—they're not doing anything. Um, hey, Big Cat, always a pleasure, my man. Okay, Thanks, have Big a good. Cat. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good weekend, boys. Take some more calls after. We'll get in some more picks. But Bano is going to join us. We'll talk about the CFL for you degenerate gamblers. Game's going to be on ESPNU or ESPN2 or one of the ESPNs. Game Time Decisions live from Studio 34 continues. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Game time decisions, ready and rage radio. Michigan in town. Michigan versus Rutgers. And uh, we're going to be going to the game with our main man, Brian Rowe, a.k.a. Millhouse. And um, you know what's crazy about our boy Brian Rowe? He really does look like Millhouse, too. Like, he he, he is Millhouse. He's like a real-life Millhouse that bets on sports. Except, the house always uh, wins. Yeah, our boy Milhouse actually happens to be though a, he's a Rutgers grad, <laughs> so nice. Yeah, he knows his way around the campus. So uh, yeah, I'm going to the Michigan game tomorrow, uh, Cam. And you know what? We're going to get a play in on that game. I heard the numbers coming down a little bit, so it's like 39 points or something like that. It might be 38 and a half now. I've never been to, uh, never been out there to Rutgers before, and I'll tell you, Cam, it's um, not close, bro. Like uh, it's a 57 minute train ride. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. That's not close. And the train is a once an hour deal. Yeah, it's one of those. It's kind of like the trains I had when I used to go to the old studio. It's kind of, if you miss it, you miss it. Exactly. Yeah, if like I miss screwed. it. So basically, you can't miss it. I don't have a choice. Like I got, I got to leave. I got to get it. the, uh, I got to get the 1215 train. There's one at 1214. Yeah. And it'll yeah, get me. One, uh, yeah, I'll get one there at 114. And then, um, that just gets me into the town. It doesn't even get me, like, to the stadium. It gets me to, like, New Brunswick, New Jersey. Yeah, Piscataway. And, yeah, Piscataway slash New Brunswick. I get off New Brunswick train station, 
And um, then there's like the Rutgers campus. And then there's a shuttle that picks you up and takes you to the stadium. Like it's a big ordeal. Like, and you, the, the shuttle's the shuttle. Like you got to take this shuttle to get there. I just remember on the Sopranos when they had the big thing when they were looking to make quick money. It's like, yeah, there's a play up at Rutgers. Let's rob them. Oh, is that... they went up to. Yeah, it was the best. They go up there and say, "Yeah, man, give us your money." They go to the ticket office and rob them. Go, go, go! Yeah, they basically. Uh, dude, I'm always. I'm in Secaucus like every day when I go to the book. I pass Secaucus. I always see these Secaucus signs yeah. and like the awesome. Meadowlands and Swamplands and. Same thing. Uh, there's a line in the in the Sopranos too, where Buddy says, uh, "I did a bank job once in Secaucus." <laughs> every time I go through Secaucus, and I don't know what it is. Like every time I drove, I go through Secaucus. I always like feel like Bill, Bill. I always just think of Bill Parcells like yelling. I hear like Bill Parcells yelling at me. Like I just picture like the giant stadium, and there's still billboards of Bill Parcells up everywhere. You know, there's not a lot of New York sort of guys that can sell things, right? So, Bill Parcells, hey, I'm like, who are they going to use? Eli Manning? People hate Eli Manning, right? Like, good, who, good point. Yeah, what are they, who are they going to use? So, they have, like, Bill, hey, I'm Bill Parcells. Like, Bill Parcells is, like, he's all in his, like, doctor or, like, ads. Yeah. Hey, I'm old. Keith I'm Bill Parcells, you know. Get get checked out at this doctor here. Hi, I'm Keith Hernandez for Just for Men. <laughs> Back to the live action. That's actually what they say, Yang. Back to the live. Ooh, Mr. Graybeard approaches Miss Your Hottie. beard is weird. Rejected. Your stash is trash. Your beard is weird. Those are good ads, though. They're, they're, they are weird. Yeah, Clyde Fraser and Keith, and Keith Hernandez. Back to the action. Mr. Graybeard approaches Miss Hottie. Rejected. Yeah, there's the one, too. Like It's kind of weird standing <laughs> at your foot, the foot of your bed. Yeah. I know that's yeah, that's right. That's right. All right, so uh, so <laughs> Babano's going to join us at five o'clock. Um, I just Is tweeted he? out a picture of clam chowder. We'll get to clam chowder in a minute. Let's go to uh, Tom in Long Island, home. Well, I was hey, going to say hey, home hey, of the Islanders, hey, but hey. the rightful home of the Islanders. Oh. The Islanders will be Islanders. back as well. Yeah. What's up, Tom? Islanders will be back. On, I am a Rangers fan though, so Ooh. they really don't do too much for me. Ooh. Um, besides the, the you know what though, hey, hey, you can go see the Rangers and the Islanders on the island once again. Correct, that'll do. That'll do something for you. You know what, Gabe? I don't think though that they're playing a game at the college. You know, I was looking at tickets. I actually was looking at tickets yesterday. They were around two hundred bucks for the Garden in January. I don't think they play at the Coliseum. There's only a few. You know, I think they're doing their last half of the season at the Coliseum. Um, I did. Are they really? Up, but I couldn't really find. Yeah, right now they're still in the Barclays Center, and then uh, I, I believe maybe after Christmas, I, I you know I don't know for I don't know the exact amount of games they're playing, but yeah, they're coming back to the Coliseum for I, I think never the uh, last half. I never been to the Nassau Coliseum, and uh, it's uh, I love it. Yeah, it's it's I, I like <laughs> the history of it. I've seen like I saw the pictures of the last night and stuff. It's just one of those old, you know. I look at it from a music standpoint too, Cam. Same with, like, MSG. Like, you know, the Led Zeppelin movie, the song remains the same film there. And yes. the trucks loading up outside. That's what I always think. Like, been a lot of big-time concerts at Nassau Coliseum, too, over the years. So what do you got yeah, for us, definitely. Tom? So, Gabe, yeah. So, what, you know, I got two bets tonight. I got St. John's uh, first half minus 11, full game minus 18. Uh, reason why I'm really calling, though, last week, you know, I called you guys last Friday. We both went with Carolina for the survivor pool. Just trying to see who you might be rocking with this week. A lot of choices. Um, I, I did listen to your show earlier today. Teddy Covers really like Tampa Bay, and I feel like that's a team that a lot of people won't pick. Um, you Ooh. know, I don't know. 
how that how that could pay off. The teams I got that I could use are the Patriots. Um, let's see, Atlanta. I could use the Jets game. I feel like that's a trap. I don't want to touch that game. And the Colts really is the only other teams that I was you know considering. So I just want to get you guys' wow. opinion and Gabe, you know, see who you're picking with too. So hey, you got so what are your choices again? What would you say you could take? You could take the Patriots against the Titans. Yeah, I could take them. I could take uh, Atlanta at Cleveland. Yeah. Um, I already took Chicago. Um, I already took New Orleans. I could take yeah the Jets. I could take the Colts. Um, Listen, it's Nate. I mean, it looks like I it's going to be New Philly. What do you think? I was going to say, Cam. I take. I say take the Jets. Me too. I, I prefer the Jets. I'm telling you right Jets now. I prefer the Jets over the Buccaneers. I can tell you that. Yeah, don't go near the Bucs. Dude, the Skins are going to win that game, I think. Dude, I'm a Bills fan. I don't like picking on them. It looks like Nate Peterman's going to be starting quarterback again. Oh, no. It is. Derek Anderson's been ruled out. Derek Anderson's out. He's not playing. He's got a concussion. Allen's still hurt. Dude, Josh Allen is unlimited ability, and it'd be the stupidest thing ever to bring back your first-round draft pick. Exactly. He's not healthy enough to practice all week, but you're going to force him to play in a game against the New York Jets at the Meadowlands when you're two and freaking seven? It's ridiculous. It's going to be Nate Peterman against Josh McCowan. Take the Jets, bro. I, I, I know, I know, you know, you're a New Yorker, so you can't do it. You're like, man, I don't trust the Jets in a I'm survivor. I'm a Jets fan, bro. <laughs> It's funny. <laughs> I'm a Bills fan. I'm a Bills fan, and I'm telling you, do it. Like, we're both equally. It's like the Spider-Man meme. Like, we're pointing at each other. It's like, no, no, you, no, we suck. No, you guys, uh, we suck more than you. I I think I think the Jets, bro. I think the Jets. Or the Patriots. I'm, I'm, yeah, I, I, I like the Jets even more than the Patriots. Dude, Josh McCown's going to beat the Bills. Nate Peterman can't oh, yeah. win. He can't yeah. win. I've already the lost. Are, I've tried too many times with this guy. He's Jets terrible. are winning that game. Jets are winning that game, yes. I'm in the survivor, too. We're still alive. The the, the, the secondary survivor. It's the, the, the secondary survivor league. I've actually gone 6-0 and so far, too. It's amazing. I got bounced, like, early in, in, in the first one, but our second one. How many guys are left? Um, 13. Uh, 13 yeah there's a few, few people left that's good go right down and go take it down to the end 13 yeah yeah 13 <laughs> <laughs> what nine, nine four 13 yeah yeah 13 take another i haven't used friend. kansas city yet i was going to use kansas city Ooh, against arizona okay. oh yeah, yeah kansas city 16 and a half well 16 and a half point favorites the thing is, in survivors, like, hey, you could save them. Screw that. Just play, play what you who you think is going to win and worry about it. I'm next looking week. right now. My survivor, the teams that I've used, I use the Chargers, the Saints, the Vikings, the Rams, the Patriots, and the Panthers. So I've still got a couple of good teams to use. I'm going to go with the Chiefs this week. Yeah, well, huge favorites. Huge. 16 and a half, baby. Probably cover. Um, all right, so I tweeted out a picture. A, a tweet, uh, Clam Chowder just tweeted uh, out um, some old school pictures. You take a look at the picture when uh, his name was nicknamed was Wild. He was a boxer. Clam Chowder looks, uh, you know, young and young. Oh, and he was star- Yeah, bright yeah. eyes. He's all bright eyed and uh, young. Now uh, he's, he's old and jaded. Clam Chowder. Chowder. Hey, how we doing, New York? 
What's up, Chato? How you doing today, buddy? All right? You excited for the Great Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Semi-finals, man. Semi-finals. And it looks like the Lions are going to beat the other uh, Cats in uh, Steel Town. And uh, I'm pulling for Michael Shea to uh, beat the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. So you're calling the Lions and uh, the Bombers Ooh, to win Lions this weekend. Lions and Bombers. Interesting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Ottawa's been at it. BC has been at it. I haven't seen Winnipeg ever since uh, Willard Reeves. <laughs> it's a long a time ago. ago. <laughs> so, exactly. What about what about your New England Patriots shatter against uh, Mike Vrabel, former Patriot? Yes, Mike Vrabel, number 50. Uh, well... It's gonna be. It's not gonna be a high-scoring game, you know. It's all about matchups. This Mariota guy is, uh, uh, you know, a uh, hula hula hula. You know, he uh, dances around and moves around. You know, uh, he's Hawaiian also, so uh, uh, he's gonna take a little page out of uh, uh, June Jones with the Hawaiian rainbows, uh, and uh, he's gonna scramble around. So I say it's gonna be a uh, uh, twenty-eight, uh, uh, fourteen patch. Twenty. You know what? I, 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 right, he likes the cover. Yeah, yeah. It sounds sounds uh, sounds, sounds like, like a uh, cover. It sounds. You know what? It sounds like a realistic score as well. It's, I think the, the the Titans are kind of in a weird spot. Cam, they beat the Cowboys on Monday Night Football, but let's not get carried away. The Cowboys were terrible in that spot for sure. And the Cowboys were so conservative. Tennessee was able to play conservative. Tennessee's problem is Tennessee are good. But Mariota, he has a problem like playing from behind. They're not a throw the ball down the field type of offense. So if they can stay ahead on the scoreboard and ahead of the sticks, yeah. or tight, they're successful. Yeah. Yeah. But it's hard to stay ahead of the scoreboard, Cam, when you're playing the New England Patriots. Sure is. I, I think it's going to be a pretty good game, though, Morency. I think Vrabel's going to have a game plan that's going to be. I'm with Clam Chowder on one thing. I think it's going to be an under. I think the defenses show up, not taking the over in that game. Yeah, I could see it being a grinding, ugly game as well. And don't forget that Mariota is like a uh, uh, Jeremiah Masoli, you know? He's not that accurate. Well, you know, he is. He, he doesn't throw the ball deep down the field all that much. But then you get the you get Vrabel, who's going to know Belichick very, very well. He played for him. So Vrabel knows the Patriots, you know, system and what, they, what they're trying to do. You know, I think it'll be an uglier game, but the Patriots will will end up covering the number. I don't love the Pats. I love you, Chowder, but I hate the Patriots. Yeah. But I do think the Patriots are the side in this game. Yeah, it, it's a vice versa, Marvelous Gabby Morenci. I love you, but I hate the Bills. How can you hate the Bills? <laughs> what did the Bills ever do to you? Yeah, exactly. They didn't do nothing to me, man. <laughs> But they uh, knocked out my uh, uh, TB uh, out for a season. Good thing we had Matt Castle. Yeah, you know what? You notice when uh, you like when we you go to Buffalo, we throw dildos at Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah, you delayed the game and you lost the game. I'm in the clam bowl. I'm in the clam bowl. Is that your new T-shirt, the clam bowl? Yeah, I like the clam bowl. 
Yeah, yeah, the clam bowl is, yeah, I'm just, uh, yeah, uh, I just might uh, yeah, yeah, do some t-shirts. Clam yes. bowl, yes, sir. And everything is going good. Everything is going good. And watch out. 25th, everybody, and i like to thank everybody for pitching in, and I had a good friend from high school coming from Toronto after his uh, business trip in person, 80 bucks, 80 bucks, feel the passion, everybody, I love everybody, this is something great, everybody's looking forward in Edmonton, city of Edmonton, Rachel Notley, Randy Ambrosi and uh, yeah, the security, Mr. Nate, is expecting me. Everything is in the clam bowl, in the clam bowl. <laughs> All right, Chatter. So, uh, you know, we got to wrap it up, Chatter. So, why don't you uh, say Take goodbye care, uh, to us? All right, but no cutoffs now. Let me do it. <laughs> and let's all have a great of my secret. Cream! Oh, wait. Uh, congratulations, Corey Parson, Mayor of Harland. All the best. Let's all have a great of my secret. Creamy sauce. Keep on clam chattering. Feel the passion. Take care, New York City. Check in next week, Chatter. Within the kitten, kitten fiddles, Cameron Stewart. Take care, everybody. Great job, Good job, Chatter. Yeah, great job, man. Woo! That was strong. That brings some energy to the program on Friday. It sure does, man. Oh, yeah. Cloud Chowder's the best. You don't need a pep talk when you got clam chowder. You know, the best part is we have a lot of of people who legitimately believe that Corey's the mayor of Harlem now. Like, he's not, you know, like... um, (laughs) <laughs> you, you just call him the mayor of Harlem. No, his like nickname, the mayor of Harlem, but it was election day. It was midterms earlier in the week, and uh, we put, like, uh, official-looking vote um, like vote results up on the screen. Nice. Except, like, Corey versus Charles Rangel, the actual, like, guy. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, but people were calling in. Congratulations, Corey. Like, they were like, hey, can we talk? Fun? Congratulations, Corey, on winning the mayorship. And then, like, a couple of people called. They're like, listen, uh, is Corey really the mayor? Michelle Serpico's mother, I believe, asked uh, if Corey's really the you know running for mayor of Harlem. <laughs> with, with no political experience, <laughs> you're making it happen, Gabe. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so the band, the band is going to join. Hey, hey, you put it, you put it, you put it on the Chiron, right? You put it on the board. People believe. The people that's just. It's fake news. You, yeah, it's you believe it? Takes yeah, fake, fake, fake news. news. <laughs> Correct. That's all. That's all it takes. <laughs> you see, we got our boy Tony Sincata on Facebook here right now. Really? We miss Tony. Nice. I miss him a lot. Steam shrimps. All right, the Ian Cameron band. We talk football next.